0: Welcome to episode 444 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt and joining me all, as always is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And everybody's favourite panto dame, it's Tony Esmond.
1: I literally had to put my hand over my mouth to stop doing doing what I just did. It's all the fours. Vince swore very badly at me a minute ago because I fucked up his intro. And (laughs) I literally had to put my hand over my mouth. I just can't control myself like a child. Yeah. Four, four, four.
2: Here we are. Here we are. The triple four.
0: And uh, also, happy new year, motherfuckers. Yes. Happy new year. Welcome to the future. (laughs) This is the first show of 2024. In fact... I think it's probably going to go live, New Year's Day. Oh, yes. nice! So, so it makes wow, sense. we yeah. may be the first thing you hear when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be lovely.
0: What, what a terrifying <laughs> prospect! And not that.
1: not the podcast either. We we'll would just be around your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let's front, face it. Front door going in. We've we've read about being heroes a lot, haven't we? Yeah. But we
0: are actually now heroes. We like to mm. think of ourselves as being a, a positive force. Um, <laughs> Uh, if a, a, a small cog within the comic community, but hopefully a, a positive for, force. Um, and now we know that this podcast is officially good for your health. <laughs> um
1: <laughs> We can't say who because we haven't asked for permission. But no, that was one if, of the funniest messages it. we've ever got.
0: If you're yeah. a member of the Slack community, <laughs> there may be a chance that you've seen it. We're, um, and we we're, we we're start the year with this. But we're probably going to be pretty active on our Slack. Uh, community over this year, I think it's been great be a- over Christmas. Yeah, not it,
3: and it been great? I was going to give yeah. a shout out later on, but the uh, Secret Santa draw off was an absolute triumph. Fucking hell! Yeah. I'll talk about quality. Really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Wow. wow.
0: Um, and we'll start the new year by saying thank you to all of the people who have listened, like over the past year <laughs> in 2023, all the new listeners who have jumped on board, all the guests we had. Um, yeah. I just want to say a, a thank you up the front. Uh, uh, up, the, up the front? That sounds a bit... Ooh, up the front. it. Um, <laughs> tree up yourself. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> just, that joke still gets me. It's still great. It's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Um, and if you don't know what joke that was, go and check it out. Listen back our, to last uh, week. Yeah, last yeah. week. Um, but no, uh, 2023 was a bit of a rejuvenating year in a lot of ways, um, for especially... Especially for reading comics um, certainly for me and uh you know that our last episode talking about like our our fave picks and the community's picks it was just great, it just gets you really excited and it's great to see the online community being so positive and the wonderful yeah. people who listen to this show who are part of the slack channel if you if you if you just want to go on and just listen to some positive people talk about comics, then please get in touch with us. And join the the Slack community because another um... couple
1: of people this week.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's definitely growing. Yeah. And it's um it's hard to keep up with now actually because I because I sort of run it or it's on. I think the accounts in my name. I get notifications for everything that goes on. Right. And okay. um, it's like I got my haircut today. Thanks for noticing, by the way, boys. And um, <laughs> it, my phone was just like pinging constantly. Just <laughs> get me haircut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good you're stuff. Very, you're very yeah, re- You're very needy, aren't you, Tony? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i fell asleep while the woman was washing my hair that, that was weird oh while well, you uh, okay. oh
0: uh, i was about to say well, you it for it the full, cant- full cant-
1: treatment as it were yeah she went do you want a massage i went no i don't i feel uncomfortable with that she went okay yeah, yeah. do you ever ever had
3: have had head head massage yeah you really get the uh full head massage and don't hair like washing before
1: the and uh I can't do the head. Mass- I just make funny faces. It seems weird. Someone do they it without your, asking
0: you. When they wash your hair, you mean? When they? No, yeah. they say to you extra. Do you want a head massage as well? No, I don't. I don't shop in those sort of joints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told you because
1: I I get my hair cut in Tony and Guy. Have I told you the story? Only because no, go got your it. name in it.
0: Yeah, well, this is one of the
1: things. So I remember we won't say the eyes because it was quite embarrassing for him. But I was getting my getting a book signed by him in a comic shop, and he went, "What's the name?" And I said, "Tony." And he put his cupped his ear, his hand to his ear and went, "What?" No, went. Tony. He went, what? And I went, Tony. And I pointed at the shop, which was across the road, and went, like Tony and Guy, which you could virtually see from the window. And he wrote, to Tony and Guy in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Did he spell it like T O N I? No, T O N Y. But it's like, mate, how many of you signed today? You must
0: be going mental.
3: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> can we get tony it's not even that hard a name <laughs> yeah, know.
0: yeah. <laughs> fucking hell yeah and tony's <laughs> and you're not even a mumbler like been... me
1: yeah he must have been like the walking you know like must have yeah. been like dead or
3: something you know yeah to be fair i can't say much <laughs> about that didn't i alan Henderson's book in vanguard i signed it to some rando name completely <laughs> to be fair if you've been at O'Connell all day second third day and someone comes up it's sometimes you're just fucking away with the fairies <laughs> I,
1: I, I hope I hope he doesn't mind me telling his story. But one of the funniest ones is the one that Eamon tells. I think he told it on a podcast with me once. Is um, he had a, he had a, he got he got um, Tom Baker to sign something, and uh, had a big conversation with him after telling him his name was Eamon, and he he made it out to Emma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I've got to remember that for the next time <laughs> we
3: speak to real, real <laughs> Yeah. We wanna see real idols and they fuck it up. Like,
0: oh, oh no. <laughs> They're just people. We're all just, just people. people. Everyone makes mistakes.
2: I, On this I, I must admit spinning spinning
1: having this having, having met having met uh, David Tennant, I did think it was funny to call him Neil because <laughs> I was drunk.
3: <laughs> How did he take that? He took it quite well. Oh excellent. Yeah, he was quite friendly. Good.
1: <laughs> he just laughed at me.
2: Yeah,
0: that's okay do. Mm. Yep, and uh, we we hope that you continue to enjoy this show and laugh along with us over this coming year. We're excited about this year uh, of comics. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. I mean, it's coming out.
2: It's all to I, play
0: for. I've obviously been doing. I'm continuing my issue ones. Oh yeah, you're fifty two. Uh, yeah. How many have yeah. you done? Have you worked out how many you've done? I, so I haven't. Far? I need have to got? do that. I'll tell you what. I'll you go need to back work out it just the date
3: you started
1: it.
0: On the next show, I'll, I'll figure out how many. Yeah, I've, I've done.
2: If you
3: flick back through the uh, website, the ACP recommends by uh, our friend Craig Shields, uh, you'll be able to see.
1: It
2: off oh, good shout! Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks, um, Craig.
1: I've um, I've
3: booked tickets to
1: Charlotte again to Heroes in Charlotte.
0: Nice. Oh, fantastic! Nice. Yeah, quite
1: excited.
3: That's fantastic. You got Anglem around the corner as well. Yeah, a few weeks to Anglem. Oh, yeah cool. Yeah. Great. I'd love to see what the kind of the uh the word on the street, as it were, there. Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: know. very militant. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well remember, they one kind of year fucking they, hate manga,
1: don't they? One year they said they had like literally had a had a, like a big like talk about how can we stop manga
2: invading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. but well, they they
3: love the medium man. Yeah, I wish yeah. there was I wish it was like that here. Yeah. You know, they yeah. don't even have that they can't even, the idea of having that discussion in the UK is ludicrous. Yeah. Like it's just, it's... Yeah, the war is lost.
0: <laughs> is <Isn't Yeah>. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, sometimes it's the lack of a middle ground that gets me like it, it, it's either people see it as biff bam pow or the guardian uh sort of <laughs> yeah, the yeah best yeah. <laughs> list oh these aren't comics these are books so yeah. like, oh come on where's the fucking middle ground the, the, I mean? the, the,
1: these wankers what's the one that really winds me up graphic medicine it's oh, a fucking man, comic man, yeah. fuck off yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah and like like on our last show um we of course picked out our faves and some some of them were graphic novels and stuff but we called them our favorite comic books because yeah. it, yes we did it, it's all comics and speaking of comics it
3: this that says so much more about the people saying oh, it's a graphic novel or it's like yeah. because they can't face up it's a comic it's like mate it's just if you can't fucking deal it, with that for for yeah sake. when yeah. you think about it we
1: we started talking about that when this podcast started and we yeah. weren't that wasn't even early on in the graphic novel discussion i actually think it might have hurt comics this whole sort of oh but they're graphic novels really I yeah, think okay. that might have hurt comics a bit by being divisive and making I, two crowds. You know, I think there certainly could be a yeah. case could be made for that. Yeah, Definitely. I'm just thinking about it now. I think there is a possibility of that somewhere.
0: Yeah, because there's good and bad sides to everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's a very tribal mentality anyway. You know, it, it, yeah. it doesn't take long for it to get into that. Like, um, people are like, "No, nah, I'm not interested in superheroes whatsoever." You know. And that, that, like what you like, it's fine, but that's not to say that there isn't merit to the things. There's, yeah. yeah, but
1: I mean, I mean, is a prime example of that. Yeah. Pat says, I don't really like Superheroes as much, but he ended up writing one of the best comics about Superheroes, didn't he? With yeah. Martial Law. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, even he'll admit that,
2: you
3: know. But I guess it's kind of the, the dismissiveness of the medium saying, oh, it's not comics, they're, they're tra- graphic novels or trade paperbacks or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, the, like the, the medium has a stigma to it, which.
1: Yeah, I think adding that stigma is where it, it hurts a bit. Yes. I think you're right, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, and the medium itself is in for an interesting year, I mm. think.
1: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting ride, good and yeah. bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, across all sort of publishing platforms, as multimedia goes in its own sort of way, uh, never mind all the movies or the games or whatever, uh, we're here for the comics. Uh, so yep. it's going to be interesting mm. to see how that develops. But we're always the here ladies. for... For new comics and for <laughs> for what we've been reading, the films have just fallen away,
3: haven't they? The films in the team, for me at least, is that, just completely yeah. fallen away. They're non-entities now. I mean, I'd have been
1: first in the queue to see most things, and yeah, yeah yeah, no,
0: just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and now we don't. Now we're more excited about. I've had books Blue Beetle that,
1: on my Sky I've, planner for about three months, and I can't be able to get around. I've to heard
3: it. nothing but fucking great stuff about that new Duke comic, and I've got it sitting in my office. I, I saw that when oh, I, was, right. I was trying to pick yeah. a... Uh, Nathan was talking
0: about it, wasn't he, yeah. this week? Yeah. yeah. So
3: that's sitting there waiting for me to, to read, as it were. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be reading over the year and obviously recommending to you lovely people. But something that we did last year... was last year. We did one of the gents. Uh, we set ourselves... Was now.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm already thinking. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not worried <laughs> about the timey-wimey stuff. Um. We're we're going to set ourselves another little project, a little comics reading project, yeah. Um, mm. Which we're going to talk about the things that that we're going to pick. But this is something that I, I think is is fun. Everyone, I, I recommend everyone out there to pick something of their own. Um, maybe in the time frame that we've got right now, as we speak, January. I think we're, we're going to do this. When did we pick it up last time? Is it March, April?
1: Uh, how about how about we rename because there's a channel on the Slack that's something like 2023 something or other. You started it, V, didn't you? How about we rename that Reading Challenge? Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um, and literally, we, we pick a little, I mean, we call it a project, but it is kind of a reading challenge. There's some comics that we don't know so much about, or maybe a series we've always he- heard about, and we just haven't gotten around to it. We make an actual effort to do it. And it was so much fun last year yeah. to do that. That we thought, let's do it again. We'll do it again. Um, wait, I mean, we, you don't need an excuse to read more comics. If you're listening to this show, you're you're reading anyway. Really yeah, um, but this is just take yourself out of your comfort zone. Maybe I haven't been yeah, in mine, yeah. to be fair, but I have previously. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about this sort of project, it is uh, is very much we 're not doing it like oh we're going to have to buy all of this run of comics to do this this isn't a, like a a massive exercise in spending lots of money, and it doesn't always have to be that with comics. I mean there are libraries out there if you know if you think oh i 've always mm, seen those yeah. books in the library, I want to read those Mate, go, if, if go I could spend
1: the rest of my life reading comics if I haven't read in the or I already own
0: yeah. <laughs> You'd be yeah. All right. yeah 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 so we're going to start um our first show of 2024 with what is our little reading challenge that we're going to go for now um before we get into another comic that we have read that we're all going to talk about we'll get to that we'll oh, we're going to be
1: there. this is going to be a bit of it's a, a bunfire isn't this, it this, this one going to,
0: it's going to be a very <laughs> interesting uh chat. discussion is, it's, it's going, going to
1: be an example of how to have a discussion without having an argument <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm
3: interested yeah. to see where you're coming at from b i've got to say yeah you've
1: not hinted i've got a sense we're, we're just foreshadowing something we we're about to start in 20 minutes but I feel like you didn't dig it quite as much, and we'll find out why in a minute. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. I don't know. I might. Yeah. We'll find out whether I'm right. Or not in a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but for now, what are we gonna try and read over the next couple of months? So, um, who wants to go first?
3: on you go first, D? Right, my one is uh, Attack on Titan by oh. Hajime Isaka Is Isama. I'm making that lead, and. I've re- I've watched some of the, the TV series and re- like the animated one, and I really enjoy it. And I thought I'm going to give the books a go. Uh, my son's got several of them; he he rates them. So it's just something I fancy. Like the story, absolutely, like really intrigues me. And
0: it's a fa- I tell you what, it's fascinating. It's been it's it's a juggernaut. It's one of those juggernaut sort of manga series, isn't it? Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, I've always been the fact that like there's been animated series and there's been live action series and there's been all kinds of things. It's it but then the 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 idea of these giants it's just crazy, isn't it? So Yeah yeah I've never so, read it, I have to say. Just, I don't think I've seen like, anything of it. I know like a, I'm aware of it
3: but Walled City and uh humanity's been trapped inside it and it's kind of think of like the tech wise it's sort of like middle ages style. Uh and outside in the rest of the world are these kind of like titans that go around eating people if they catch them. So there's kind of like humanity's constantly under the cosh of like these titans, and then one day they think everything's going fine, and a, the, a huge one appears, blows a hole in the wall, and then all the all the smaller titans start coming in, and it all kind of goes from there. There's a lot more to it, obviously, but yeah, okay. that's, that's a fucking crazy concept of just just the concept of like the whole world being infested by these huge uh, giants that want to eat people and humanity sort of like the last vestiges of humanity in a in a huge walled city trying to kind of eke out their existence
0: yeah I mean how is, is how do you keep that story going and that's where the interest comes in isn't it like, yeah. for so long these titles go for so long and I would say probably with a, a lot of western comics they don't survive past that synopsis a lot of the time mm. that sounds harsh but uh, but how many comics have we read where we're like this is a fantastic synopsis Four or five issues in, it's losing momentum. It's sort of yeah, you're thinking, where's this going? It hasn't really revealed anything. Whereas a series like this, which has been over for so long, what, what and we know nothing about it. That's why I'm quite excited about this one, Dan. yeah, yeah. I, I'm
1: I'm I like that sort of thing because manga manages to explore the personalities outside of the main MacGuffin, don't they? As well, yeah. so you know, you're going to get a lot of relationship and politics in the city goes on that's what i'm guessing anyway
3: yeah yeah i mean from what little i've sort of seen of it i've seen the first series and there's a lot like the three main characters that start off they start as kids and then you see them kind of go up through the ranks of like the, the scouts and they're kind of like the, the primary force in kind of dealing with the the titans as it were. it's a bit like
1: you get that with like robotech and stuff like that as well yeah don't you? you know you get that sort of kind of story sort stuff of, like There's sort of there's double Kaiju, Kaiju number eight is like that isn't it there, there's
3: yeah. there's another something going on there they to be like these special titans that are not like the other ones and they might actually be people that can transform into these these things and it's like well why are they doing this why are they attacking like if we're, we're the last of humanity why are they killing us and there's a lot of subplots and sort of mystery set up and you think oh fuck me where's where this going so i'm very intrigued to see see how it plays out
0: cool. awesome yeah so um, do you want to go next yeah what's yours
1: my mine is a bit more simple actually, and it's something that uh, I bought as I uh, was want to during lockdown. That I think I broke like various bones in the back of my postman, <laughs> um, bringing stuff to the door. And this book has been staring at me for a couple of years now, and it haunts me in my dreams that I spent all this money on this omnibus, and I, and I kind of read most of it back in the day, but didn't enjoy it as much. And it's um, uh, Legion Superheroes five years later. Um, which is okay, the I... Giffin Project, which is also one of the reasons I'm reading it because I like Giffin.
2: Yeah.
1: Um it's volume four of the Legion. Fuck me, I'll tell you what guys, I'm recataloguing my, my collection at the moment. Try figuring out which which volume of a comic
2: it is. <laughs> it's
1: like volume thirteen of Punisher. You know, it's fucking confusing. Uh, anyway, so it's um the period after the Magic Wars in volume three. Um it's Got sort of it, it flings them into the future. And the uh dominators, do you remember the dominators as villains? Uh, Not really, they're these they've got like weird teeth, they're sort of very alien looking. Um, they they are running the world, and the Legion broken up. But five a number of members of the Legion come back together to fight them. And Superboy's not in it anymore. If you if you read why, Mark Wade apparently has said because of some office politics, Keith Giffin wasn't allowed to use Superboy, things don't change, do they? <laughs>
2: um
1: and uh I just kinda missed the Legion of Superheroes. And no but they haven't been done properly for fucking decades at this point. And um they were one of my favourite books back in the day. That they ran at the same time as um Team New Teen Titans and uh, Uncanny X Men and it was like a real big title for me and I mean, you've heard me say before, I, I basically wrote Interlac, would translate things on monitors and I knew all the team members and stuff like that. And I remember reading bits and pieces of it and I didn't really take to it because it's kind of like long form sci-fi compared to sort of weekly superhero comics, I think. And uh, it didn't have a particularly great name at the time, but it's got a bit of a better name and I've got this omnibus and it's sitting there. So I'm going to read that. And that's my plan. <laughs> and to remember Keith Giffen as well, because I was yeah. a massive fan of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's a, such a talented creator yeah and a funny fucking geezer and i met him and he was super nice to me and yeah i just wanted to a
3: lot it. of the a lot of comic humor kind of especially the dc stuff i, I felt like came from him and yeah yeah it did it a lot of it continues to this it? kind of uh, uh, a thread of that continues today yeah, yeah i think
1: you're right yeah i don't i'd like if you i don't think we probably have um deadpool as he is now without having an ambush bug to be no. fair Yep. no yeah yeah, yeah. What about UV?
0: Um Well, we've had um, sci-fi apocalyptic tales. We've got superheroes and superhero dramas and epics. Shall we talk about a sort of samurai?
3: Oh, okay.
1: Lone it, Wolf and Cub.
0: Uh,
3: well... Usagi.
1: Oh,
0: Usagi. <laughs> oh, please it's say it's Usagi. finally the time... It's happening, um, isn't it? It's, it's happening. Uh, the Usagi Yojimbo saga omnibus. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna try and muster up all my strength to pick it up. <laughs> That's a bit uh, like my uh, one,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, Is this, um, is
3: this the one straight from the beginning? Like his first? No, they, they, it's they, not
1: quite the beginning, is it? It's uh, this is the
0: dark horse. Couple, it's about a couple of years, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it collects uh, Usagi Yojimbo volume two. It's funny you're talking about volumes, Tony, because volumes in yeah. comics, what does that even mean? Um, <laughs> no. It, But there's the first omnibus, book one of the Yojimbo Saga, uh, collects um, issue uh, volume two, one to 16, and volume three, one to six. There you go. I've already sort of looked at the second book, to, and the second book continues, I think, from 7 to 30, I think right a uh, volume 3 Because um, well, it jumped to mirage
1: uh, as well for a while back then as yeah, well didn't
0: right.
3: it? The, yeah. yeah man you will fly through them yeah,
0: um, you will. and this yeah. is this is just one of those um what i last year i tackled akira because it was i've always wanted to read it never really i don't know, you don't know why you don't you don't find the time or you you don't get round to it you know yeah. you, it's not like oh i actively avoiding it and now it's now that I've got a lovely omnibus to read, it's like okay, I can just sit down with a few evenings and just—I love that as well. Like picking mm. up a book like this, where you can just start kind of from the beginning and yeah. see how it reads. And I know so many of the listeners right now will be clapping their hands together, going, "Finally! Oh, oh you're in for a treat! Oh, you know." Um, and I got you the art book of it. The Do you art remember, book, it? I've been—I've yeah. been a fan of. Sakai's are, and I just haven't read the the stories. I think yeah. I've, I've read a, a couple of issues here or there, and I think there's a, a small trade I've got of like a, a tale, but those aren't like the proper standalone, you know, Yasagi books. Um, and immediately when I looked through it, the first the first issue's got turtles in it it's got the turtles in it and uh, so I'm like wow I'm in for a ride um, it's a it's a classic of the independent publishing scene it's a classic independent publishing character and I think um, probably this year the podcast is going to sort of delve more I love it when we del- like, do a little bit of a history dive or we mm. explore some of like independent and small press publishing's history and, and great sort of mo- moments and uh, yeah so Yus- Yusagi's one of those it's always been on a periphery. Like Bone was like it for a long time until yeah. Um, my good pal Ian Matthews, like gifted me a copy of, oh, the, of the whole yeah, the whole yeah. volume, yeah. and I was like, oh, and I just devoured that. Um, yeah, so, I, th- I
1: think you'll be doing fan art
0: by the end of the first two issues. Drawn I drew him once. I drew him right. once, and I think was it for? It was it was one of those um, Christmas it's Steve
1: Sims or someone.
0: I don't think it was a Steve Sims one, but. Um... I can't remember. Was it a commission? I can't remember, but I'd, but it it was fun to do. You know, even if it's just like the texture on his, you know, his his um, clothing. You know, it's, I it's, did a
1: yeah, there is and the little um, emblems and stuff. Yeah, I did an NIA about uh, Yusagi with yeah. Steve, and Steve's yeah. mad on Yusagi. Yeah, mm. yeah, loves it. You can see why. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. There, I can remember an early issue where like there's a kind of port or something, and Raphael or Leonardo comes over, and they kind of clash briefly, but. Uh, Isagi obviously only speaks Japanese and Leonardo is, is American, American English. So they don't understand one another. when there's that, all... that
1: changes in later stories, actually. Yeah. yeah there there can, is yeah. a, you can get, it doesn't have the most recent one, but you can get a, um there's a trade of all the stories between the, t- mm. or nearly all the stories between the two of them. Right. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. You yeah. can't really
3: not have that because otherwise they just... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's no way for kind of Yusagi in, in the canon and story to learn English. And it's unlikely that uh, the turtles would. Maybe they would learn Japanese because they're, they're studying the jitsu. I'm sure there's an argument a, a writer could get yeah. across that that would sell that.
0: One of the one of the things I've always um, liked about this character, uh, anyway, before even sort of reading it, just across the community, never mind the adaptions or whatever happens, the toys, of figures, the goodwill that the comics community has for Usagi Ojimbo is mm. universal. Oh, for Stan yeah, for yeah, Stan Sakai. For, for yeah, Stan Sakai and Yusagi Jimbo is universal. And it's, Doesn't Stan uh, won
1: the most Eisens at this point for I lettering? So. I think.
2: Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. I, I think I I'll never forget it was a Lawless when we had a, a little table at Lawless. Do you remember that, Tony? Uh, Steve Sims oh. was sat sat next to um, me, and Tom Curry was there. And hearing Tom and Steve Sims talk about Yusagi Jimbo. Gave me FOMO. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I need to do this at some point. I need to do this, but time passes. I don't know how we got into twenty twenty four so quickly, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to this.
3: There's always one Yusugi story uh, in my mind, and it's like a kind of rainy night. And the way like Stan does, like the rain, is fucking awesome. And he like Ysagi goes into a tavern, absolutely dripping wet. And all the people are laughing at him, like, "Why'd you go to the last tavern in town? Like, why, why stop at this one?" He goes, "I didn't. I came over the bridge." And they're all like, eh. "Like, you came over the bridge? No one goes over the bridge." And it kind of the tale plays out from there, where there's there's something living under that bridge, and any traveller that goes over it gets fucked over. But uh, Isagi was all right. And I don't know if that story's in in that book. But that's a really good one.
0: Well, good. I mean, yeah. there, there's so many wonderful stories too. Sort of discovered, yeah. Look, can't
3: so, wait yeah. to see what you uh, or hear
0: what you think about them, yeah. yeah. And here is a sort of um, on a sidebar to that particular topic, and because like Tony, you're um, you're, you've got an omnibus as well, let's talk omnibus reading before we get Ooh, into okay. the next one, yeah. Um, I've really gotten into it over the um, the sort of past few years. In fact, currently, I'm sort of clearing out some bookshelves, I'm just running out of space, I need to, and there's a lot of old trades and stuff that I've kind of read. Um I want them to go to a good home but also it's like there's a lot of trades that I'm kind of thinking i kind of want the omnibus to replace all of those trades now yeah yeah i, I like the big chunky books they it just mm. it just looks lovely on the shelf anyway, but also like reading them sitting them down sitting down and reading yeah them. as long as they what not... I'm doing with
3: invincible like getting yeah, they oversized. That, that, they're oversized they're oversized, yeah, so it's like the arts there's everything about it is a better reading oh. experience.
0: When you read them, do you use a bookmark? No. Tony? Yeah, I use
1: the, I use the dust jacket.
3: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Interesting. See, in. I've yeah. never done that. I've never been one for using the dust jacket like that. I don't know yeah, I've I'm always
1: sure. done that with hardback books as well. If I'm reading a hardback book, I use, tend to use a dust jacket. Or the other thing I always use is train tickets, weirdly. <laughs>
3: yeah. Because um, <laughs> yeah. you've always got I've...
1: one in your pocket, haven't you? you know.
3: got, I've got out books, like fiction books, and open them up, and in the back there's like a train ticket or a tram ticket yeah. like... 10 plus years ago oh okay
1: yeah yeah or or a cinema ticket was the other one i used to get quite Uh, a lot yeah or receipt you know that time i bought a porn
3: what what i always find kind of buying bookmarks a bit of a cheaper thing because you invariably lose the fucking thing i don't like bookmarks as an
1: extra on kickstarters let me put that out there the okay, um yeah. I got the I finally got that Valiant Eternal Warrior book. I I'll put it on the wow, stack actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, twenty
0: twenty four already it's it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um the book just came in uh, the usual packaging. It was quite well packaged. Yeah. And inside the book was the bookmark. Never mind about putting the book in a fucking, you know, bag. It was just inside the cardboard. The bookmark is in a bookmark bag like yeah. a resealable comic yeah. bag but the size for a bookmark and i'm like yeah this is too much you know i well, love keeping things nice but they probably you know. bought
3: it off the supplier and then they that's what they got as a package like you get yeah. the, you get the bookmark with the printing and they put it in a little pack for you yeah, like i'd i'd rather fucking the book in a in a, a the pricing of some of plastic. those things
0: as well when i've seen kickstarters in the past and i've immediately scrolled past a bookmark thing <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous this is like an extra because of a stretch goal. It okay. was like
3: one of those. Re- some yeah. people really like the different extras you can get from. Usually, I just want the comic. Uh, That's what I want. Yeah. But a yeah. lot of people love all the fucking extra stuff, which is fair play to you. I mean, I always if you're running the campaign, offer it up because someone yeah. might want it. Yeah. Even if it might not appeal to you, but someone might want, I want a print. I want this. I
1: want yeah. that. And yeah. I, I've ended up having like, I've got like a, you know, like a sweet tin from Christmas, I've yeah. got that, which is full of badges. I've got, like, a, a folder that's full of bookmarks, you know, because I don't like to get rid of anything because I'm an, a mental case. So yeah. I just have these sort of various things full I'm of bookmarks. The, I'm the same, and, Tony, which yeah. is why
0: I'm having the problem at the moment with my bookshelves. <laughs> I <Yeah. laughs> yeah. like it's uh, the that, half so that, that episode in Friends The episode in Friends where Monica's cupboard is just filled, you know, oh, it's this, this house is tidy, don't look in that cupboard. Because <laughs> um, just full the graphic novels and stuff that I've had to move to make way for the new graphic novels I have bought. <laughs>
1: yeah. you want to get a garden office, my friend? That's what you need. Yeah.
2: Shelves in there—that's <laughs> what I've been doing.
0: So I, I love that you've done that, Tony. You've literally run out of breathing room in your house. You built, so you built, you've built another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> built
1: another building in the garden. Yeah. yeah, that's what I got for Christmas. I got. I told you, I got a set of bookshelves <laughs> for
0: Christmas. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'd you be just... fine with that. Yeah, it's a great. Love I love, I love it in there, man. Little yeah.
0: radiator, little coffee machine. You got to make love sure it. it's well insulated though, especially with the weather that we get in the UK.
3: I've got a little radiator in there. It's nice. I cuz I'll give a shout out to my family like even though none of them listen to this and none of them ever will. Hey, Dan's like, family. Uh, <laughs> hello. Oh, uh, I've got I've got loads of trades and graphic novels and comics this Christmas and I'm so grateful. I was That's good. They brought out a book that was like the timeline to the MCU. Like, like Oh, the one you threatened if anyone yeah, buys. I was like, kill them. Please everyone I was like on the edge of my seat opening up a book thinking please don't let this be the fucking book and it wasn't so it's oh, yeah. fucking great <laughs> thank god for you two and tom curry Actually, meant i got yeah. some comics
0: <laughs> even my son bought me a set a pair of socks uh, hey, hey look, look, this. I'm not mind, no, as, no, as, as, as you, mind you get older, as school. you get older, wash sets are great because you don't have to buy shower gel. I really begrudge buying shower gel. I like, <laughs> I like the little, um, I like the little
1: cases that come with wash because I use it to keep all my cables and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When I'm, I'm yeah. going to stay in a a hotel, I like bag, those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like them.
0: Yeah. Oh this is boring. This so is this, boring. this, this week on boobs, Old Man,
1: man. Corner. <laughs> so, now we're on to something else. Yes. Now it's
0: going to be tear up time. <laughs> Hang on. So that that's our project. Um, follow us along. We'll, we'll, we'll announce when we go um, do the episode of the, where we talk about our discoveries. Last time we did it, I don't think we really talked too much to each other about what we thought. Did we? I think. No, not until we, t- we revealed it on yes, the, the, the debrief. Yeah. So I think I
1: might have moaned about how shit Star Trek, Star Wars comics were to you a
0: couple of times. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You mugged yourself off there. Um, well mugged. Yeah. But please, out there, wherever you are in the world, just pick a little title, pick pick a book you've always meant to read over the next couple of months. Just read it. See what, see what you think. Hmm. Um, but. It should always be something that you want to read, instead of oh, you know, people always telling me that I need to read this one, but I don't really want to read it. So then, don't read it. Then you know, do uh, th- something like this should always be fun. That's why we're doing it to explore a different side of comics that we ha- haven't read before. A new title, a new series, you know, and it's fun when we come back to talk
1: Obviously, about. Obviously, I just feel okay yeah.
0: good about spending yeah. so much money on an omnibus. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Let's yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. call cool, everything like I said. Let's call cool, everything a challenge. Yeah, And then there's like a competitive element, so it's a challenge. You're a, cha- you're a challenge, my, I got I've got to read this book. It's the book reading challenge. So it's like, oh, yeah, I've conquered that challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. quite assertive yeah. and manly. So you live uh, your life Yeah, man. go on. Yeah.
2: Go
0: You're so manly.
3: I'm going down. Going for a shit challenge. Making some toast
1: challenge.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Getting up and trying not to hate my life challenge. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm failing at that. <laughs> so Getting, trying to
3: get... do the fucking... Clean up after yourself, fucking
0: challenge. Yeah, wake, waking up and trying not to have every movement be chair. agony. Yeah, <laughs> when
2: you
1: go when you go for a poo and it's been a while and all you hear is and it hits the back of the you've got to bark bark down the back of the toilet. That's a challenge
3: <laughs> for someone else to clean up. <laughs> yeah, pretend
0: I have been in there. Have you used the toilet? No. Yep. <laughs>
3: what? What's a toilet?
0: <laughs> that that's. <laughs> That's a more concerning thing, Dan. You... <laughs> know that.
3: that's, that's... Dan's
0: whole lying technique at home is by going, "What's the toilet?"
3: Let's say, uh, Simpsons. You know that uh, mob boss Tony. Oh yeah. They start so saying, "What? What would you do about That the, the truck of cigarettes, truckload of cigarettes, get knocked over?" And he's like, "What's a truck?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dear! Right, but yeah. But speaking it's about
0: ruined. yeah, speaking of reading some comics and discovering something new, for this first um episode of 2024, we gave ourselves sort of a mini challenge, mm. a mini uh, sort of like.
2: <laughs> now at first,
1: time came through, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah at good, first, yeah.
0: we were we were gonna, it was going to be a longer form thing where we we're all going to pick a different book. Yeah. And we were all going to read it and then discuss that book. Um, Tony and we focused it in, and yeah, we 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 narrowed it down to one because <laughs> okay. we would have been, been here, we have been here until twenty twenty <laughs> yeah. five. Yeah. That's about. what we
1: said on the show. Why don't we choose a book? And afterwards, we went. That's going to take fucking
0: ages. <laughs> so that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we picked. Um, well, well, Tony, Tony mentioned it, and we went for it with a yeah. I think. Um, it is a book that published in nineteen ninety five from Vertigo. Uh Grant Morrison, Philip Bond and uh did you say Disraeli?
1: Disraeli inked lot, yeah. but I think Philip Bond inked some bit Disraeli inked some more of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um this is Letters Kill- by Ellie Deville. Uh, this is Kill Your Boyfriend. <laughs> now this some of some of you out there listening may immediately know what book we're talking about. Others won't have It's it a little closed. bit of a vertigo formative yeah. book isn't it yeah it's You're certainly one of the early, early early days of vertigo certainly one-off like, story I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. My i always
3: remember seeing this in wizard all the time okay remember memories of seeing this
0: and there, there's out. a lovely little summary
1: on the back page shall i read it go for it go for it girl meets boy girl falls for boy boy takes girl on a violent rampage through english suburbs murder sex drugs and anarchy follow it's yeah, kind that's, of most that's what fair you yeah yeah
0: See on uh, on the online on <clears throat> a certain uh, shopping site. The synopsis <laughs> is <laughs> it calls it. It's interesting those wo- the way that's worded, Tony, compared to right. Um, you yeah, sort of your mainstream wording, which is an over-the-top black comedy of rebellion and teen romance, topped with a heady mix of random violence and dark humor. A British schoolgirl yearning for excitement joins up with an angry rebel boy intent on tearing down middle-class England. How was that for a voiceover, eh? I don't yeah. know if that
1: middle-class thing quite works, because they look to blow up Blackpool tower, tower, don't they? I'm <laughs> yeah, not sure if just... that's particularly middle-class,
3: is it? No. To be fair, they don't seem to... For me, at least, they don't seem to have much of an objective of just, just kind of go along doing whatever. Live fast, so, die young, and make Yeah, there's no sort of like, we're going to do X, yeah. Y, Z. They just kind of like, whatever happens is great.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, it is um, a
1: satire on Suburban UK, I'm going to say. There is a totally, there's a totally. satirical element to it than that. But it's yeah. it's massively... Influenced by the likes of James Dean, Badlands, there's,
3: Romance. You know. There's a bit like we're, we're talking about the middle class bit where uh, the the girl and the boy have gone off the rails. Maybe we were jumping ahead a bit too far here, but like spoiler. About... By
0: the way, if you want, if you want to read this, w- there will be spoilers in this. probably. Yeah. this is a book yeah. obviously from 30, 995, kind of and it is a one shot. Um... is almost 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost 30 point, years old. Yeah. But but certainly, if you want to read it yourself um, before. Jumping in on the discussion, if you know what I mean, then for, then stop us, stop it now. Go and check it out. You can get it on a, sort of Kindle or for a couple of pound.
1: It's, I think if you buy it with Vinarama, Vin, Vinam or whatever it's called, yeah. the other Philip on um, Grant Morrison book, you can get them both together for one pound forty nine. Currently, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah.
0: which is what I did. That that's yeah, exactly
1: which is why I, I recommended guys, not yeah. One of the reasons I recommended it is because it yeah. was so cheap. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. easily accessible. Um, so go check that out now. And uh, join us, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll tell and, you what. I'll come back to that gone. point later. Let's get into the about, spoilers. Okay,
3: it's about two thirds away into the story. The, the yeah. one of the things I was going to mention, which was like, whoa, wow, yeah. that's quite fucking dark.
0: Now, do how do we want to tackle this I, story before we do? We want. I've to got give a couple of questions. Brief rundown. Yeah, give,
1: give a r- brief summary. Then, who's who, do you want me to do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're, you're good at note-taking,
1: Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so it is it is essentially about a boy and a girl who are never named. I'm right in saying that, aren't I? I couldn't yes, find their yeah, name. No, this. I couldn't see that. Um, she's bored with her life. She's got a boyfriend who is like a bit of a sort of know-it-all nerd character, yeah. isn't he? Who watches a lot of pornography on VHS, as
3: we he's, all did back then. She's actively trying to sleep with him. And, he does and he's knocking in her like back. He, yeah. He just doesn't I'm not sure if he doesn't get it or he's not interested. Yeah, she she basically puts it there for him, doesn't she? She says, yeah. Let's
1: do And he says, Well, no, because I've got to do this or something. Yeah, you know,
3: like It's um, like your mum and dad are away all week. She, he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you know, he's like, nah. Oh, no. he says, I've got
1: to study for the exam yeah. or something. Yeah.
3: Um, so she's fairly bored with her life and she
1: falls in love with this rebellious James Dean esque character who is is steals someone's cigarettes on a bus. So it's, it's very little England, isn't it? It's very yeah. suburban England in relation to that. And they um they fall in love, you know, they've got this sort of passionate, immediate love love sex affair, and they go on the run basically after killing their boyfriend. So her original boyfriend, they decide just to kill him and he shoots him. He for some reason the boy, the unnamed boy, has a gun and he kills him. And then they go on the run, they play sort of sexy dress up. Um, they, I do, I do like they. They meet a load of Warholian characters, don't they? There's a sort of um, whole bunch of people who turn out to be not quite as cool as they seem on a on a double decker bus traveling I mean, across. They're Britain.
3: kind of pretending to be what the couple are.
1: Yeah, yeah, but they're fake something. Yeah, we, we find out. Yeah, and there's a Warhol character in there, isn't it? There? There's, there's a character yeah. who turns out to be Warhol, and they 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 display themselves as and are to a certain extent sort of sexually adventurous characters. Um, they get on this double-decker bus, which is literally a massive piss take of Cliff Richards. Yes, uh, double-decker yeah. bus, isn't it? It's just massively a piss take. Um, they're separated from them for a short amount of time. They get back together with them, and their plan is to blow up Blackpool Tower which it turns out is and isn't their plan. They kind of bottle it at the last minute, don't they? They kind of decide not to. And we're left but, with a shootout on Blackpool Tower um, with the boy and the girl up there with the handgun and the police down the bottom. And it doesn't end well for the boy. Spoilers. And it kind of doesn't... That's an, The ending is something we should talk about as well, that last page. It kind of does and doesn't end up, depending on your attitude, for the girl,
3: I suppose. Yeah, that, that well, last she's page kind of... Yeah, she's not. Let's get yeah, to that. Should we get to that not, at the end? She's not in a good state. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so,
1: shall, shall I start off a couple of questions about it? Sure. You yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now, I'm right in saying you've. This is the first time you've read it, guys. Is that right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I read. I read this when it came out. I was working um, at night, and uh, I was a bit bored, and I sat there and I read this and I read the first. I think. I think this is right. If my memory is right, I think I read this in the first issue of Preacher and One Sing. So I do have a, a, a distinct memory of reading it. Would this be something go, you would go for at the time, T? Well, that's part of my question is, I bought it because Vertigo was hot at the time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i not, not a massive Grant Morrison fan. Some, some of this stuff I can take or leave, but some of it I have liked. Hmm. Um, but it was, for me, Would I mean, I'm saying it's the height of Vertigo. Would you agree? This is uh, more from just looking at this
3: book. Is this what Vertigo means to you guys or...? This is like like a stick of rock. It's got vertigo through it. Okay, like, yeah. it's just, This is fucking vertigo, like it, what it should be. Uh, right. Uh, there are stuff I've read of vertigo, and it's like, oh, man, I don't know what the fuck this is, but <laughs> this this is, this is it.
1: Vince, what
0: do you think? Uh, f- for me, it's very much a vertigo book, but um, like 2000 AD does vertigo. There was a, okay. the, the Britishness of it. Yeah, um, the cool Britannia is what I've called it in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this—it was hard to say because when I was um, I was aware of this. One of the cover is in my head, an iconic cover. Yeah, of the girl stood there, looking like she almost looked like a cool assassin. It, probably in mm. modern day uh, comic books, isn't it? To me, that's um, a that's a deadline cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fa- uh, the
3: detail on the fucking DM, the Doctor Martin boots.
0: Yeah, great. It, it's a <laughs> it's a stunning cover. It's a beautiful design, um, and I just it caught my eye whenever I saw it in every article, in whatever magazine or you know, Comics International, Wizard, any kind of thing. I would always see the cover. I this time reading it is the first time I've ever really seen the interiors of this or, or okay. really really known anything about it because I went in sort of completely unknown. I mean, but the, but I knew the cover. That's a strange thing to say, isn't it? The, the yeah, cover...
1: no, that's what it's about, man. That's what a covers yeah. about sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah. You got, it makes it yeah. memorable. Yeah,
2: I've got. Well,
3: to say, it... I love this artwork.
1: Yeah, Philip yeah, Bond and Disraeli on yeah. it, on top of him, is is lovely. Brilliant. But to me, it's it's they've taken a deadline story because obviously, you know, they were both active in Deadline magazine, mm. and they put it into an American comic book, which is yeah. kind of what, in a way, a lot of what Vertigo was at the time. Mm. You know, there's that there's that Tank Girl aesthetic to it, yeah. but scaled down to Little England, isn't it Yeah,
3: know? yeah. Um, I've got to say, I've read this twice. Once was in the Guided View, second time was as pages, and I, I much preferred the second time of reading his pages. Yeah, I, I didn't, it didn't work for me with the, the Guided View, but that, that oh, was that's entirely subjective. But because you yeah.
1: read Guided View most of the time, don't you, V? Most, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and obviously. These books weren't created for guide view or anything like. That. Do you know yeah. what I mean this is a time exactly where the beauty go. of
1: the page layouts? Yeah. that's the thing with yeah. these books, isn't it?
0: Um, the story still worked in, in terms of the pacing. Uh, I think with the guide of view, but I mean looking through it now because the artwork is is beautiful in this book. Like, mm. I just love, I love the crispness of it. Yeah, everything's really uh, the, nice, the, clean. The, the facial acting, the character design, just it just feels it's it, just it's great.
3: It's just flat. Like there's no real kind of shading of sorts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very, really, it's really easy basic to read. gradients yeah. in the
1: background. It does work. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that's Philip Bond's so good with that energy, that cartoon in his mm. knees. he's got that. There's somewhere of the. There's something of the rich Weekly comics in him, but there's something of the Vertigo. There's something of the Deadline. You know, there's there's that really interesting. And I I, I hope you don't it won't mind me saying so, but something very specific to that period as well for me yes
3: yes yeah. That yeah. whole like i said the, the tank girl deadline kind of yeah aesthetic which was you were mentioning before we start recording this is like at the Britpop pop era yes yeah. kind of came yeah. out which uh maybe we could give a, back, a bit of a background to to people who are not from the uk on i mean brit pop was
1: absolutely massive people massive. mostly know it for blur and and pulp and oasis, oasis. and menswear big shout out to uh david Steele, and you know there's that those sleeper is another one isn't it yeah yeah these sort of bands some
3: of the men magazines as well hmv uh no loaded fhm fhm sorry not hmv fucking idiot Uh, fhm (laughs) loaded all those kind of lads mags
1: uh well that that leads a bit into the progressive nature of the because there's a because there's quite a lot of sexual content in this um yeah and I suppose the best way of putting it is the way people put it now is that some of it is of its time. Hmm. Um the girl when she, she gets sort of dresses up sexy, doesn't she, at one point and she says, is, um I look like, like, a, a, I look like a tranny or something, I believe is the yeah. phrase she uses, is, isn't it?
3: There's kinda of like the, the sexualization of the schoolgirl, but like her dad sexualises her and her friends and it's That's a weird moment, isn't that's it? That's really yeah. ho- like of all of it I was like, Oh mate, that is fucking awesome. Very natural born cat killers for me that. Yeah. He's kind of like, obviously he's gone through her drawers and like seen like some of the, the underwear she's wears. And he's sort of like, she's at the top of the banisters, listening down to the mum and dad having a conversation in front of the television. And he's sort of like saying, Oh, I can remember her and her friends parading around in that, wearing all that stuff. I like, man, this is fucked. Like,
2: it's, yeah, horrible.
3: It's a bit carry on movie that for me. That... Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. Just It's like of all the bits, there's another bit that kind of goes back to where we uh, She's obviously, they've gone off the rails at this point. It's about two-thirds of the way into the story. And, like, they find magazines and stuff. And he's obviously playing it off like, oh, they're not mine. It was, like, hers or the people that lived here before. And then it was, like, these, the magazines they talk about, the material is like, this is really shady. Like, what 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 was the material you found? Because they, they sort of, I think they would call it, it's, like, it's quite a degenerative degenerate like material you find. Oh, right, right? okay. It's, like... Oh mate, yeah. This the the whole kind of parents thing is. Yeah, Yeah, I I think they're building
1: that because so she she has a reason to get away. Yes, she's a sort of outsider. She feels
3: when they turn on the boyfriend. The boyfriend's a knob, but I don't feel like he deserves what they ultimately do to him. No.
1: Yeah, shooting holes in him. Yeah. Yeah. It's how did the sexual content sit with UV? I
0: mean, certainly that's a a
1: loaded question. There, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Certainly. Like you say at the beginning, it's it's very uncomfortable. Uh, there's certain parts of it.
3: Um, but she's a schoolgirl. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's The problem it? Yeah. around
3: in us. But the, the whole point is a commentary, isn't it, on the kind of blokes
1: sexualising. It was a sort of spy skills thing, thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's one one thing that struck me when I was reading it. Um, is in terms of like it being the Britpop scene and like thing, you know, comics age, don't they? sometimes yeah um but the 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 art of reading a story doesn't really age i don't think um and the artwork goes a long way to making a comic timeless and one of the strengths of of this this didn't look like a really dated book to me at all no yeah, it's no. very readable still yeah. isn't it yeah. yeah yeah it's very readable it's very especially in sort of terms of stories and narratives these sort of things then get recycled, some like a decade later, in something like skins, or you know, the, the things that are influenced by that, you know, teens rebelling, and you know, we've seen that sort of story. And it's an evergreen, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was hard to. I mean, it, it does go for it. It goes for it in such a point that sometimes you, you have to remind yourself she's a schoolgirl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's because it is so like sexualized um throughout a lot of this story and as it goes on it just gets more and more so doesn't it you know mm. that um yeah so um, so
1: let's let's talk about the um because the the sex increases in it doesn't it so yeah the the boy has um sex with a man and the girl has sex with that's a woman isn't it it's a right woman. Yeah. yeah yeah has sex with a woman as well and if you read about um grant morrison about what he said about the time he said he there's a couple of things he mentions. He mentions Joe Orton um, as an influence and also Dionysus, who's the, is Dionysus the same as Bacchus. I think, you know, the sort of God of debauchery, isn't it? Yes. You know, almost like that. Um, so that was what he was going for with it. Um, but obviously in the setting that we're used to seeing is a, you know, bless this house or something, you know, on the buses yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. Um, but against but... this backdrop of traditional British iconography in a way.
3: There's like a couple this near the beginning where she's kinda of like going off the rocks before they killed the boyfriend. There's the couple sitting an older couple watching T V and they put the window in with a brick. So yeah, just do yeah. it. And it's like uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's been
1: I mean the Tim in time time memorial in, in medium, you know, we've had Sid and Nancy, we had like with Badlands, we had yeah. Tromance, we've had we've had it all like that, you know. Bonnie and Clyde even. There, yeah it's it's, there, always, it's always been there, isn't
0: it? yeah there is um one for me one massive influence on this story that I read as i was as I was reading it, and I saw right. very clearly um let's we'll see if
1: someone I'm gonna mention go on
0: Heathers oh okay because it's the Christian slater character is the same sort of setup, even to the point of wanting to blow something up at the end, and it doesn't go well do you know what I mean, it's that kind mm. of, the, the only thing that Heather's, I mean I'm talking about the, the movie Heather's which is a great movie by the way, if you want to Christian it. Slater and the um, writer yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's obviously that story deals with like high school and stuff but you know, even the way he looks is Christian Slater in, you know, the dark jacket and the I'm, mean you
1: swap with Johnny Ron there's a little bit yeah, of the, yeah. That yeah. there's also a little bit of the John Constantine there somewhere, yeah.
0: yeah, oh yeah, I can totally see that sort of thing yeah um,
1: the, the influence or the reference I was going for that I thought you were going to go for was the With Withnell and I reference where they're going right, to, go, yeah, they're going go, to the go, cake shop. Fine wine and cake. Yeah. 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 I thought that was, it was almost the same setting to me.
0: It's it's a melting pot of a lot of different things. Um you yeah, know you've got summer holiday. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, there. so many people can say so many things about this story i
3: mean <laughs> they run over the vicar like with the, with the hearse and there's a body in yeah. the back and like they're having sex yeah. on the bonnet where well, there's their body in the back
2: yeah
1: and you've got the reference to do you think a female impersonation in the high office go hand in hand in other words trying to say that politicians have this kink thing going
0: on yeah yeah i, I think there's an important thing to to say to anyone who hasn't read this that, that is going to read this go into it being it being a complete satire yeah a complete satire yeah
1: um, it's a satire of that genre of yeah. that you know not a genre but of uh, that me you know yeah of that, rebellious mean, that, thing. that sort of trope yeah
0: because if you don't then you might have some of the problems that I had when I when I first read it I saw what, what were these gone say because you've yeah. really stated what those problems were so come on let's see it I mean what, what were, I just one of those I think partly because we're in, in a safe space where I <laughs> where I am now, where I am now, I, just so much cynicism. I'm kind of done with. And this book is dripping in in, in like black comedy, cynicism, obviously mm. of the time, um, but also to the point where you 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 can see you can see quite clearly when it's like these people are terrible. So these bad kids are doing something terrible to a terrible person. That's mm. we we've seen that a lot a, a lot but there's also there's moments there's quite a few moments where some people don't deserve what they' get in this, and that yeah. um, immediately I just thought I don't like the main characters, and as soon as I don't like the main characters i I'm, I'm...
1: did you did you not have fun with it were there no bits in it where you thought I had fun oh, with it. Um, I, no yeah. I, I,
0: I it was an enjoyable reading experience and also I think I mostly kept, because of the art I'm getting then I think that the art was the strongest thing for me um yeah. there there were some um I too, I've never really been a huge Morrison fan. I don't have a problem with Morrison stuff. Uh, I, it's some of it's impenetrable sometimes. Okay. Some of the later stuff when it gets the Batman bit, stuff, maybe yeah. yeah. When it gets a bit sort of, um, even the ones where like things like the Nameless, where I thought I'd be really like it, and it was, it was just too too much for me. Um, this people was, get that with
1: the invis- Invisibles as well. I think yeah. I, I actually oh, yeah. quite like the Invisibles, but it's, some people, it's like. Uh,
3: Yeah, Yeah. Sam V. You sort of mentioned like reading it now. You're a bit more sort of kind of like cynical. What would a sort of twenty year old Vince get out of this? Do you think? That's a good question. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, I'd like to say I haven't changed much. Um, I would. (laughs) There's not much. It's hard to say that. There's like I know that the main character of like boy. Right from the off, I don't like him. I just don't. Okay. Like That—that's just me. I'm Do you think saying... you would have
1: liked him less because there would have been people round you like him?
0: He, yeah, completely. There's, a, 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 yeah. you know, I can see references to like real, like you know, you're drawing bits of characters from real. I can see real people in the everyone in this book in some ways, which sounds crazy considering it's a book that's got like death and drugs and sex and all of that. You know, it just it's just it's a wild sort of thrill ride going through this. At the very core of it, there's lots of real character types in it, mm. and I can I can recognise. Oh, it feels like real people. It's, the dialogue is like, oh yeah, I can see you know, when it when it isn't being overly satirical or cynical, there's some real really nice realistic dialogue between people talking to each other, um, and I think sometimes because I just. I knew some people that were that were dickheads or that were just assholes, and it's like, well, I don't like that person because they're they're a prick, and they're going to be a prick to people that don't deserve it. Um, I mean, what what happens to the boyfriend in the um? I mean, the title says it all.
1: I mean, that's just the classic going down in a hail of bullets yeah. trope that we get in these things. I actually found her ending more interesting. Yeah, does that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So should we spoil that for people? So she,
3: she she ends up as a housewife with a kid. So isn't it basically they go to sh- there's a shoot at the the Blackpool Tower. The, the the boy is shot and killed, and he plunges off with uh, an explosive, like a grenade, into the crowd and detonates, doesn't it? And she survives because the gun's out of bullets.
0: Yeah. They 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 throughout it they're all about anarchy, basically with a capital A. And they meet a group of people who talk a good game and when it comes to it, oh no, we were just talking about the concept of anarchy. It's that kind yeah, that's of it, yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. And they're like, Well, when that well,
1: speaks to people now. Yeah. Let's face
0: and it. Revolution.
1: Like, Come on yeah. then.
0: Yeah, I'm just but tweeting about it. She makes no, yeah. the yeah. like
3: he's gone off and she says, I could still walk away from this. I could say I was kidnapped and I I could say I was forced to do all these things and I'm at an impressionable age and I haven't killed anyone yet. And she says, like not yet, and leaning over the, the tower, she's aiming. There's her mum. And her dad, in two separate panels, and she's aiming. It doesn't show you who she's aiming at, but obviously with them in frame, it's sort of hinting the fact she'd be taking a shot at her folks, and the gun's empty, and it's, it's shit. And then it cuts to. It doesn't say years later, but she's
1: well, you
2: she's got his empty. kid at that point. I'm guessing yes. and that's what I guess yeah, that kid yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, and
0: and the um the twist reveal um is also quite interesting. You know the bet the, the kid and what's His... that again? What
3: do you mean? With the the package being sent away, yeah, being sent away. Yeah. I was like, "Is uh, that's so that's her brother?
0: That's her brother."
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, so I must miss that. Yeah, <laughs> because where, because like, there's, there's the a bit, bit where the parents are
0: talking, are talking and uh, it's like, "Oh, when you sent that, let's not forget that you you can't talk because remember when you sent that package to the orphanage." Or whatever it. It doesn't right. expressly say that. It doesn't say it, it's and it's one little scene that could have been right, ended up on okay. their editing floor. But and when that reveal, and he says, "That's a fucking the, bomb." The boy that's says weird, at the end, "That's weird, isn't it?" That yeah. is
1: strange. I didn't. Do you know what I never picked up on that at all? Yeah. The, yeah.
0: The, the boy says at the end, "Oh, I, I was just grew up. I was thrown away. I, I grew up. In, yeah, I was yeah, I remember left that. In a box. Yeah, yeah." Um, so you just think, oh, so in the end, their brother and sister, and she's pregnant with. His
1: kid. What I got from the end is that she's tranquilized up to the fucking eyeballs because she's (laughs) that's that's her eyes, isn't it? In that last page, yeah. I kind of sense that she was
3: just just absolutely off a fucking nut, just a product of chemicals now,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, but it it was like also one of those she mentions like becoming a housewife and dropping rat poison in, in her husband's food. Um, you know, that that dialogue comes up and becomes a scene at the end. Um, and it was it was certainly I think towards the end of the book where my brain thought, oh, I, I understand the book I'm I'm reading now. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, when, when I got it because it's a dangerous it's, twist there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those when I um when I started it, like I say, sight unseen. So I'm and I'm just reading it for what it is. So it's it it caught me off guard somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly yeah. there are some books you need to know going into it.
1: Do you know what I think? I, I think I, I realized that on the first read, and I'd forgotten it, and then I, I don't think I read it hard enough this time. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, catch because you've read to... it already. You'd kind of
3: glazed yeah. yeah. over it a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, so the whole uh, the whole book is fucked up. The whole yeah. book is completely fucked. Um, because... Is
3: that
1: a Dionysian thing? Did he sleep with his sister or something I'm not aware of? I else. don't know. It... Yeah,
3: I mean that's. It seems quite sort of Greek tragedy esque, doesn't it? Of yeah. that that happening. Because <laughs> he talks about writing the
1: book, doesn't he? And the, do you, did
3: you get the one which
1: has got the afterward in it about how he yes. talks about he was overseas and yeah. he just read a load of Joe Orton books because Joe Orton was I'm gonna say he was a playwright, film writer, wasn't he? Who who got killed by his lover, is that right? His male lover? And uh, uh, I take your word for that. Yeah, I think he did he do a movie called Loot? I can't remember now. But the he he was sort of highly influenced by that and I get the sense, uh, as we, we had with a lot of Grant Morrison's travels, they influenced a lot of his comics, didn't they? Because he had yeah. this famous trip, didn't he, where he saw an alien and everything. And I think there was almost like a a depressing. It felt felt to me like there was a bit of a depression that set in during his travels around New Zealand or something. He talks about seeing nobody and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: right.
0: um, it is a fascinating read. Um, yeah, don't I've, I would say don't go into expect, expecting it. To like everyone. A... I, I, <laughs> no, I, I think if you like, no, that's it, the point of it. I think, yeah, yeah. I think if you okay. like the main character, because the cover sort of creates this iconic bad girl kind of. Bad girl is a terrible term, but you know what I mean. It's got that iconic yeah. bad girl kind of. Part
1: I mean, of that things. could been a that could have been an album cover for the yeah. senseless things yeah. or some mm-hmm. band. You know, um, was it um, uh, things atomic Ned's atomic dustbin or something like that? You know, there would have been a, a baggies or a Brit a Britpop kind of band that could easily have used that as a cover yeah. for their album. You know.
0: Yeah. Um but it's 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 full of um un- unsavory elements and nasty people and the two nastiest are the ones you're following. So be yeah. prepared for that. Yeah, um, no point
1: did I ever hero
0: worship them though. No, no. 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 If you do, ask yourself some questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to say um,
3: it's, it's page 47, the one where I got to and it was like the fucking bombshell because you get the revelation it's like really dark and it ends off with a joke the two police inspectors are around talking to the mum and dad and one of them says oh, oh by the way sir we found those specialist magazines hidden in the area oh cupboard. Yeah. yeah yeah and then yeah. it goes on and as they're walking off it goes "The the dad's like those magazines aren't mine the man before the house who had the house before us was a registered sex offender and uh they cut a water off and that's the bit when they start talking about the cardboard box being sent to the local local orphanage and she's saying, Oh, you promised never to talk about it. I was young and experienced and drunk on advoca and lemonade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it cuts to the police outside. And one of, them, one of the coppers says, to The other, anything worth nicking, Sarge? <laughs> and you like, keep your voice down, Busick, for God's sake, and tip the muck out into this drain, will you? And it's like, Roger, where's dad's end? So it's like they've nicked the
0: fucking urn. Yeah. <laughs> and the they, throw the ashes away. Yeah. yeah. That whole um, page is like, bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a book that there's there's no such thing as innocence in this book um, the, the yeah. only i think I mean, you got to realize this is a
1: period of train spotting and, yeah. oh, yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, sort yeah. of sort of you yeah. know yeah. there was yeah. there was a lot going on Doc. and you know and it, it was it was a period of real experimentation and stuff back then you know i kind yeah.
3: of yeah. i quite like this i kind of it's an interesting read and uh, i'm glad i read it i think i think
0: yeah. I, I i mean looking looking back on it i'll appreciate a second reading yeah, Do you know what I mean. I think I think it is worth rereading. Um,
1: I just I think it's an important book in in the sense of yeah. Vertigo. Yeah, you know, because you have got that um, that UK invasion stuff going oh, yeah, on, completely. and this don't forget yeah. this was done for, a, for DC Comics.
2: Yeah, this yeah. story
1: about Blackpool Tower pedophilia. Yeah, you know, yeah. cross dressing and stuff. No, this was done like, for American this is comics. adult
3: comics. Like that's yeah. what the yeah. Vertigo label should be. It shouldn't be like oh, we that about. Yeah. this but like the characters swear in it and people actually get killed so like, no it's not the fucking and, and we had
1: g- gay sex was normalized in it it was yeah. just yeah, seen as just... Ch- childhood experimentation yeah. which i don't see any arm in
3: no yeah yeah
0: just... and it's clearly a clearly a comic because realistic things don't happen in it <laughs> i mean like someone just gets shot completely in a normal suburban neighborhood and they just walk outside afterwards yeah. <laughs> and like right okay let's just pop to london I... I mean, g- well, I've got to say, like, I
3: think if I read this like when I was like in my early twenties, I would have had a very different opinion of it. When now, because when I first read it through, my fucking back was up a bit. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, fucking (laughs) people over like this. You know what I mean? When I second movie through, I kind of got got it more.
0: The uh, only one, the only ones I I truly feel sorry for in this book are are that old couple who have a brick phone in their window. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Actually, they they don't actively. They're just sitting there. One of them's reading a book and the other one's just watching telly. Right, they're the, they're the undeserving in it. And but not only that, they are prejudged in the dialogue leading up to that scene as well. <laughs> so yeah. um, there is one... I had a laugh out loud moment with the dialogue there at one point. Um, they smash a bottle over this guy's head and uh, he has a heart attack. He's like wearing a large coat. And uh, when they're in, they're in like a back alley it's like oh, what do we do with him here look he's wearing women's clothes under his coat he must be somebody important poor bastard what a tragic undignified way for a man to die tell you what i'll dump him in that skip <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line was never trust a bunch of fucking
1: art students Can't yeah. <laughs> 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 um
0: so uh, you know i'm 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 sure plenty of our listeners will have read this um probably at the time. Let's know what your um thoughts are on this book.
3: And
1: we just, should do a on. Vertigo episode, shouldn't we? Yeah. That's a good shout, T. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that because there's so many there, aren't there, that are just like formative comics.
3: Yeah.
1: Especially like the, maybe the first 5 years of Vertigo when yeah. you just get yeah. bangers. Bangers out the gate every time almost, you know. There's a few dodgy ones, but
0: Yeah, it makes me interested to think like all these Vertigo titles, what were all their issue ones like? You know what I mean how would they yeah. and, and how would they stack up to the pacing of modern comics you know better worse
2: they,
1: they were given space to try different things i think a lot you know the yeah. extremist or yeah. egypt or you yeah. know these sort of books there's, there's some really interesting stuff going on there that just yeah you know, from a craft point of view often just amazing mm. um but the that you weren't seeing in like kurt one superman for example yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah.
2: that's why i always kind of like them both but lamented
3: the kind of the death of the vertigo books the vertigo line because it's like where are those stories going to be told and have that big of a platform uh it seemed like such a good
1: yeah and you i remember i remember hearing off i think it was the dude who runs script and comics told me this was that at one point the only reason vertigo was kept going was because it sold so well in the uk right the states never sold as well um Per uh, comic fan in the UK, it sold much better than the states. And at one point, when it was there was a bit of a decline at Vertigo, they kept it going because they knew that they could sell books in England.
2: Yeah, well, in great.
3: I'd imagine like a lot of people now are kind of bemoaning like the, the the material would like if you go back to that period of Vertigo, you might find that itch getting scratched by some of that material. Yeah, do
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, it's... yeah, totally. yeah. and I know there was an awful lot of Vertigo books that I, that I didn't read, or I missed out on. You know, yeah. I, yeah. there were certain obviously classics like that. for me the big one was Preacher. Um, Sandman,
1: I'd say as well. Um, see, see, Hell, I know, Hellblazer, yeah. Swamp Thing, yeah, creature, and then and then later on we we got some of the Jason Aaron stuff and things like that, didn't we? But I think you know early on it was stuff like Lucifer as well was another yeah. biggie, wasn't it? Yeah, the Dreaming. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, the Sandman and, and like that universe and stuff. That's that's what. Death the high
1: cost of living. In fact, Death the high cost of living might be a good one to revisit if we yeah. did it okay. because it's that little three issue miniseries yeah. and it's Bacallo as well isn't it I think
2: yeah
0: that's a oh. that's a date yeah <laughs> um but we'd like to know what you thought of this book what you think of this book whether it's your taste if you loved it if you didn't like it perhaps if you if you still got it maybe revisit it see hmm. what you think about it
3: Was it like £2.50 on kindle
0: yeah I think if you buy it
3: would
1: wouldn't it yeah yeah the, and I thought it'd be worth a few quid. Actually, funny enough, I dug as I'm going through, like looking at stuff on eBay, yeah. it's only a tenner if you want to buy the original. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I th- I think this sort of book as well immediately made a lot of people fans of the creators moving forward. Hmm. I, yeah, I, I think. I can see that. Yeah, I don't
3: think Grant
1: Morrison could get away with writing this book now. I think he's nope. too old. Now. Yeah, yeah. You'd need someone
3: current. It's a teenage voice, voice. Yeah, through that yeah. book, it's yeah. like the, the the world through the eyes of a teenager, but- and.
0: Also, it's that kind of that voice is completely different now because mm. it's, it, it, I don't gener- understand that voice now. It, 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 yeah. gener- generally, generationally, um, they'd just be staring at their phones, wouldn't they? Especially days? with smartphones and stuff, which immediately makes um, a lot of narrative storytelling very difficult to do. They wouldn't
1: mm. kill them now; they'd just like yeah. slag them off on Twitter, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. or <laughs> Snapchat or something.
3: Yeah, you should get uh, a stand-up on uh, Netflix. Tea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it air out your agreements. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I could pull out my Frank Spencer impression. Yeah, <laughs> well. who's
1: it who sent Why Don't Men Laugh Like Fucking Sid James anymore? Was that directed at me when you sent that earlier? Didn't Tom I? Tom sent yeah. that. Was, to s- it,
3: yeah. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear. So, this was uh, an interesting uh, way to certainly an interesting book to read around the festive period as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted something that was like a one off, and I thought you guys would have uh, yeah. read it. It's a sterling choice. It's very readable, oh, isn't it? It's very readable Yeah, it was a great choice. I, I can't say I didn't like it because there's lots of things I, I like about it. It's one of those hmm. books that I did, I wasn't quite sure how I felt about it when I first read it. And that's with... the point. A discussion did, about it. did you that's feel the better
3: point. after now we've talked about it? Oh, oh, completely. It? I, you know, I see yeah. things. and I, think, I do.
0: I think in the yeah. time since I read it, because this isn't fresh, it's, it's been quite a few days, um, things have sunken in more. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think on the first one, I was like, I'm not sure about the, the aftertaste I've got in my mouth after reading it. But you, that, when you but, think yeah. about the
3: schoolgirl thing, it's massive in manga now, isn't
1: it?
0: Yeah. 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 yeah there's
3: that's, of... that's a commentary on it, isn't it? Where yeah. the manga stuff is just presented straight up for this yeah. is what it is. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Um, and you know, I like it because this sort of book provokes discussion. Hmm. You know, where, yeah. where, you know what, what dates well. What, I mean, it is a massive point. satire, isn't it? Even the schoolgirl yes. thing—you know—he's yeah. taking the piss. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I'd love to if any of the listeners want to kind of give yeah. us their insights and thoughts on it. I'd, I'd love to yeah. hear it. Yeah, yeah. I start, know it's definitely a
1: book for people who would have you know Buncy or Simon or someone. You know, I'm sure they were reading comics around that time. Even Cliff, I guess. You know, some of the people are of an age to have read Um, it when it came out.
0: But certainly, I'm also very intrigued. um, You lovely listeners out there, who maybe weren't even alive when this was published. Mm. You know, what's your reading experience of a book like this, which seemingly over time, but as I said, narratively it flows and it reads, and I knew exactly what it was, where it was going, and what it was doing. But how does it work for you? Does do books like this? still resonate 30 years later you know i think that's an interesting thing because we're also in a medium where we talk about god Do you remember when wolverine appeared in the hulk issue the first time you ever saw wolverine you know we talk we're in a medium where a lot of things are kind of evergreen they are moments topics yeah.
1: they're still talked about now when you think yeah. you know yeah. um, marvel what, nights is what at yeah. this point about 25 years ago yeah
0: yeah whether these things are yeah, I don't know whether they're just cool action scenes or maybe there's social social political sort of opinion like views or interesting ways of looking at things that happen that we still talk about now is this book one of those books
1: But I think this is this stuff is from the um nostalgia we have for the comics of the time, you know, especially Valiant, um, especially Vertigo. But it also has a nostalgia for the period, the actual socio political media period, musical period at the time. So I'm I'm reading it as nostalgia because I love Vertigo at the time, but I'm also reading it as nostalgia because I was jumping up and down in nightclubs to fucking Oasis at the time, you know, yeah, which Um, is which
0: is. interesting because i know i didn't have that experience i mean obviously I yeah was, i was caught up in you know i went to school during all that brick pop phase and everything yeah. like that and i was just finishing school so it was i was in this sort of period but because i'm reading it now i'm not having that experience yeah as
2: well
0: yeah. Yeah. You know yeah i mean it, it's an interesting books like this fascinate me and that's why i like reading stuff like this and also it was just nice to read that book that had that cool cover that i always saw for years yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so now I, I know what the book's actually like
1: well, and, another box but, ticked in
3: it for I reading, it, it, almost? Yeah. a couple of reviews and uh, one reviewer said oh this book came out in 1994 the year i was born i was like oh i read
1: that same review oh. and it totally did not get it did it that was one no. of the worst reviews yeah, i ever read terrible. yeah
0: yeah yeah so interesting stuff kill your boyfriend uh the graphic novel when this isn't a uh, i'm we're not saying do it no, do Uh <laughs> um, but... well, your girlfriend yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah or your wife yeah other partners are available um <laughs> your granny
3: yeah as long as you're killing that's the base yeah
0: that's person. As long as it's just an ongoing road of like carnage in front of you that's all we care about and you don't have ownership. to
1: use a gun you can use anything yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> literally <laughs> your penis
0: <laughs> What blunt force trauma
1: Soft Force trauma <laughs> <laughs> <pills> for <laughs> Allegedly, Soft Force trauma
0: The T-shirt coming soon. Yeah, that's a that's a great band name. <laughs> yeah. SFT. Anyway, on, anyway, <laughs> from talking about our
2: inadequacies,
0: <laughs> it's gone off the rails.
2: First show, first show.
0: Now, obviously, um, let us know what you thought, in whether it be on the social media, on the Slack channel, whatever. Let us know what you think of this book and this discussion. But do we have any shout-outs, gents?
1: I don't have any.
3: We do. Uh, I <laughs> do. No.
0: I love the dramatic readings that Dan has. Uh,
3: well, D September is almost over me and cole have been drawing that every day oh yeah wouldn't nice. so uh, mad, by the time you listen to this mad. i think it's been done yeah but we've got the next one lined up for january which is uh january which we're going to be <laughs> drawing uh generation uh x and gen 13 characters we've got a list going for that nice. so we're working our way through them nice uh, uh, i know i go,
0: i saw on social media today you were gutted that you weren't doing January. that somebody yeah um, johnny cannon
3: said January <laughs> seems an obvious choice
0: yeah I think I'm just going to put this out there. Perhaps uh, people on the Slack channel uh, or, or the community, let's make it a January. I think everyone, apart from Dan Butcher, <laughs> oh, yeah. should draw a picture of Dan Butcher Dan. in January. Uh, every day in January. Yeah.
3: Day. <laughs> I'm all behind this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and send the
1: originals to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've got a shout out. Can I just give a shout out to Johnny Cannon? We've um, restarted Never On Anything the podcast. And he was uh, on it this Christmas. So we did like a little retrospective about um a successful year that he'd had in comics. Ah brilliant. He did have yeah, a
3: successful yeah, year. He, he did gone underground, fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
1: a Lot of lot of really interesting insights into the creative process again within, which yeah. is very good. Well, and we are t- talk about colour favourite books of ours. Uh
3: a lot of like Johnny's uh run ins with various pe- people over the his lifetime like he mentions little, one and, on the podcast, actually. she. anecdotes right, kind of pop up in the sack, which is too much, much amusement. To
1: Really interesting about being yeah. naked with Neil Gaiman this week, which yeah. I found an, an interesting angle.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: But, uh, we'll have been there.
3: <laughs> or wanted to be yeah,
0: but In his enough.
1: gazebo.
3: In <laughs> his gazebo, and he's fucking writing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to write in the gazebo. Yeah, you know? you're right where you you're, like. Yeah. I like to go down to a Starbucks and then people can see him writing. Think, oh, no, he's writing. Yeah, I just sort of do that. I, like, I, t- I type as if I'm uh, French and Saunders. <laughs> I know you can get uh, a, a, like a typewriter-style keyboard for your iPad to sit in.
2: Like, I've, got, I've got that. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's great. He's sitting there like...
2: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ.
3: I'm like Ernie Wise cranking out the next play.
0: God. don't talk What's about that gives
3: at the end of the credits of the 80s TV thing where oh, he gets the yeah. piece of paper flicks behind him? Don't it do that at
1: Starbucks. It was
0: always after uh, Murder, She
3: Wrote.
1: Belisario, yeah. Yeah. is that it? Yeah. No, that was Quantum Leap, wasn't it? Oh, God, don't watch the
3: remake of Quantum Leap. That's fucking terrible. No. That's never going to happen.
0: No. Do you have any yeah. other show said that, uh?
3: No, that's me. That's done. Oh, uh, well. I was going to say Secret Santa draw. Up. Well done to all those involved, but I said that previously on the show. That was very so. good. That was good. Really yeah. good.
1: The best year so far, actually, yeah. that one.
3: Yeah. I'm glad I didn't take part in it because my mine would have been shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we welcome anyone to take part. Maybe we can do like a, a summer summer of love one, and we we do it again. Oh, a summer of, a love. of love. Yeah,
0: we oh, we swap yeah. swap
3: sketches. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe a summer of love, either characters you love or maybe yeah care. yeah maybe, maybe characters. boneing each other, making love. Pick two, two random characters and they mm. have to bone.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Snoopy. One of them has to be um, me. Snoopy boning
2: Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony, is Tony. Right, everyone is more like than welcome to the pictures of
3: cartoon
1: yeah. dogs boning me.
3: They can Snoopy up the Charlie Brown.
1: <laughs> right,
3: shall we... Little little blanket, and... A little blanket that I can suck on. What? Linus.
0: Linus. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I'm just going to clip out that last little bit of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to, the stuff you said, Tony. Yes, but from that, let's uh, recommend some lovely comics. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah it's, um, <laughs> I don't know where's it comes still thinking yeah. about Snoopy. Boning
1: me. If you're thinking about that. You're going to be thinking about that yeah. later. Oh, there will be a sketch at the end of this week. What you know if he does it on side. the top of his little doghouse. We can Peanuts. do it there, can not we?
0: Peanuts. Who's the
1: it? bird? What's well, the name of the bird he'd be watching, wouldn't he? Oh, uh, the a bird little bird thing. that hangs out with him.
0: Oh, um, oh, I can't remember. But I'm yeah. absolutely terrified of going in any fan art uh, channels. This <laughs> if
3: you uh, know the name of the bird, write in. Let's know.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Always running <sighs> right. up to take that kick in it and Lucy pulls the ball away.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 who, who wants <laughs> to go first on the review? Yeah, they recommend, let's like, recommend some baby you, you? got two, haven't you? I you got got
1: two yeah. baby cakes. So do do yeah. the
3: uh, the tea first and then the final one, go back. Okay,
1: so yeah. um, book NG. <laughs> like um Brown that you just, me.
0: you're laying out like the order of things dad that's how we normally do it. yeah <laughs> we always do it. well
3: anyway, i just want to let it's listeners like a know brand new year there is structure here like, uh, although <laughs> like, you may not you may not be able to engage that from the last hour yeah. so we do have a
0: structure yeah yeah we do kind of know what we're hello doing hello to new, listeners. Hello, new listeners
1: all right okay my first one is called utility Ah. Issue one. Um It's made by BJ Comics. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> <with the same laughs> Sorry, it was
2: the way you said that. Practicing
1: that. It's £8. Pounds, 24. Are you right, Vince? £8, oh, pounds, okay. 24 pages. Black and white, magazine size, written by Ben Wheatley. Yes, that's the same Ben Wheatley who made who's the movie director. He's made a lot of movies. Most recently I've watched Meg 2, which I very much enjoyed. Um it's drawn by Joe Curry, whose art in it is very good. Um they're the same team that bought us Cosmic Music. Put K's instead of C's, and you'll find it last year. Um which I, which is a real interesting one. I really enjoyed it. The, but that was kind of like a slipcase hardback Bond dessiné formatted kind of heavy metal Jodorowsky style comic. Um, this is less, um, I don't want to say polished, less packaged probably is a better way of putting mm. it. This is like a black and white magazine um, format, um, different but no less fun, I'm going to say, uh, called Utility. Now, there's two versions. The, the reason it's called Utility, it could either be the state of being useful pre- um profitable and beneficial, or it could refer to the belt that he wears. Which is it, do you think? Belt. belt.
2: yeah well, well done. Yes,
1: it's the belts. Those iconic storage devices worn by suit- on superhero costumes best known as being deployed by Batman. There you go, I looked up the definition of utility belt online for you. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, uh, the cover, uh, do you know what, I love the fucking cover to this. It's really good. Um, you rightly pointed out that it, there is a, a Trump-esque quality to the um, the helmet and the face of this character. So it's it's a it's a um, a lightning bolt helmeted sci-fi helmeted person whose head fits into the shoe of a roller skate. He's got no arms and legs, no torso, anything like that. It's just, that's the whole the whole person just roller skating down a fairly suburban road. And but it's just so well done. I just really like that cover. I showed it to you guys, didn't I? Did you like it? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. It's a great cover.
1: Yeah, um, there's a couple of um, posters in it which I forgot to show you before I get into the story. I'm going to turn my camera on. Fuck it, it's New Year okay. in it, uh, and I'm going to show you the first one, which is definitely a movie that I'd watch.
0: Oh yeah, that looks great. Brain stab. The ultimate mind fight. But... <laughs> yeah, Classy that movie. I think is Robert Urich. It's like a, yeah, they've a like drawn of...
1: Robert Urich into it. Yeah, we like yeah. In it really looks like a, it's
3: like a kind of trashy. 1980s vhs cover isn't it yeah it's a sort of to, to paint a picture to uh listeners and in the back is a sort of video game cover a sequel no one wanted caleb is back yeah it's kind of pc well. slash cd-rom pc yeah which is yeah classic sort of like doom back in the day yeah so it's pretty cool Nice yeah, idea. and they also have
1: in the back inside cover they have um fake adverts Something we've we've been doing for a few years. Actually, we find we yeah. we do this for fun, don't we? Um, elf music is one of them. You need need poems and lyrics, annoying mystic verses. Contact four seven four John Berth Finch. Um, yeah, just little jokey things. Droid insurance? Do you need it? You know, just stuff like that. So it's good, good fun. Uh, the character on the front cover is a is a character who appears in it called Captain Radio. So the story goes that there's a yeah. sort of sci fi cab driver driving through the city and he's on his last pickup for the day and he gets this bloke in his cab and the, the bloke's a bit of a... He's one of these blokes who starts off with um, a bit racist, a bit of a wanker, the the, the driver of the cab thinking, I just want to get this over with, um, whereupon um, a caped character lands on the cab and um, fucking ruins the cab, then picks the cab up and throws it at the other superhero, the other caped character, and they get caught up in this big brawl. So they eventually make it out of the the taxi cab and hide behind this wall. And the passenger, the bit of the arsehole passenger, sticks his head up above the wall and he gets it blown off. And there's all this sort of inky blood everywhere. And um, but the weird thing is that what happens in the brawl is both the characters kill each other. So the cab driver stand there, he's thinking, "Well, the insurance I'm going to pay out for my cab. I'm going to. Get, I've not got any money out of this. Um, my fares had his head blown off. I'm going to nick their utility belts, which he does." So he nicks their utility belts, goes back to to sit there and watch TV with his sort of slacker mate, and they're sort of looking in this thing, and they open one of the utility belts, and all it is is like a protein bar. You know, that's a bit of shit. And then they open another pocket from one of the, the other utility belt, and an arm comes out and pulls him through into this other dimension. And it kind of takes off from there a bit, really. The cabbie comes back, becomes a superhero called Utility, and there's a great bit of fighting at the end. Um I re- I really enjoyed this. I've read it I've read it a couple of times actually. Usually okay. I sort of read something once, write a review of it, might flick through it again, but I've actually gone back into this. It's quite a dense read. There's a lot to it. They really do fill the pages yeah. out. You know, it's not like an American comic size page where they've just made it bigger, you know, which is sometimes what you get, that yeah. sort of thing. This has got like multiple things going on, on the page, a lot of a lot of detail. It's all black and white, but a lot of detail, a lot of gray tone in it. Um the arts the art's really good. Um very much suited to the material. It's got a sort of scratchy energy to it. The last one, cosmic music, was um colour, um, but this is black and white, but I think it kind of works just as well. Um, there's no real melodramatic close ups of faces. There's a couple, but it's not it's not like a personal character piece. This is just an over the top give no fucks kind of action piece that is just you can see the two of these guys get on well and they've got a similar sense of humour, and they're just doing this for a laugh, I guess, mm. uh, which is uh, adds to its untold. I want to buy this just for... The- if people do comics for a laugh, I want to buy their comic. Yeah. Really, a lot of motion. Um, it's got some sort of bleak future moments in it, which you could have seen in maybe... There's, there's maybe a little bit of Ian Gibson's Robo Hunter in there somewhere. Okay. Um, it's, it's... Punk, anarchy, there's no cliches in it. Um uh, of the other artists I've compared it to is maybe a little bit of Billard Nelly, maybe a little bit of or well, a lot of Kevin O'Neill, maybe some Mike McMahon, um a little bit of manga underground manga feel to it as well. And and it's funny. It's got a sort of feverish, funny, fast action aesthetic to it, which I really liked. Um if you go to I don't know if I've written this down, I'm gonna quickly go through it and find it now. I think it's if you go to cosmic you look up cosmic music, um, with all with K's. You'll find it. It didn't get much fanfare actually. With a book that came out from a guy who's a bit of a sort of well-known film director. I mean, I, yeah. I like all of you know. Um, I like all of his UK based. I, like, I did like the Meg, especially when he kicks the Megalodon in the face. <laughs>
2: that, I made
1: that made. But um, all of his all of his UK based stuff, I, I really, I really am drawn to. Um, and and I know most it on Blu ray, actually, funny enough, but uh, didn't really, didn't really make any kinds of big splash. I only bought Cosmic Music the first one because it was um on the shelf in gosh, but uh, I just happened to see this because our pod account follows the um the account for this Cosmic Music account. Um, but yeah, have a look for it, really good. Uh, it's called Utility Issue One. I'm hoping there's going to be more. Kind of think that maybe that might be part of the gag and there isn't, right? Uh, okay, uh, yeah, it's hard oh, to gosh. tell. Can't second guess it, and in the last panel, it says the the thing on the skateboard says to utility, "You're such a liar," and uh, he says, "Well, sometimes justice must wear a hood." So yeah, they are they, they are taking the piss out of the reader a bit, but so, I like that.
3: That's
2: yeah, good. yeah, that's my,
1: first, that's my first one, guys. You
3: nice,
0: Dan. What have you got?
3: I saw this one pop up on social media, and uh, I buy everything I see on social media.
0: <laughs> 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 that's oh, I- we had to, we were laughing
1: earlier about some. Some dude on Twitter complaining about all, how all the bots were porn bots on his. Yeah. On his I mean, none of mine are porn bots. I think no. that might be the algorithm
3: working. could be based on your uh, prior <laughs> internet search history, chum.
2: It's like, so, do you remember uh, the
1: Tory MP who complained that all he was getting on Facebook was adverts for Thai yeah. brides or something? And I'm thinking, all oh, well, I
3: get is adverts for garden sheds. <laughs> what are you looking at? I think there was one MP that said, "Look, all this stuff like on search terms on Twitter—they're horrible racist terms." It's like they're the searches you've searched for, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're out on yourself there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like so. Apart from stalking the the tenmu girl, which uh, that that continues. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I, saw, <laughs> I, uh, saw, I saw. this comic, and it's uh, AstroBots. Uh, absolutely gorgeous cover, yeah, uh, by cover. Simon Furman and Hector Tronic. Who Hector used to work uh, for Heavy Metal magazine, and Simon Furman uh, created Deathset and mm. he wrote a large chunk of the UK Transformers comic, which I fucking loved as a kid. He he recently he did he do Dragons' claws as well? I think he might. I have think done. so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah.
1: so. And to the death.
3: Yeah, I wasn't mad on the to the death. I've got to say, but uh, whatever. This one, <laughs> right? We've got a. Uh, Pathfinders, pioneers, breaking new ground in the furthest reaches of the galaxy. Are the, they are the astrobots. The clock is ticking for planet Earth and the race is on to find a new world capable of sustaining human life. New sophisticated machine lifeforms called astrobots are dispatched to scout far-flung worlds in the hope of crafting a new home. With food and raw materials running out and the climate disasters escalating, the evacuation of the entire human population is the only slender hope remaining. On calling the world one, a catastrophic power struggle forges a new all-Astrobot society, and presiding over this uh, nascent civilization is Atlas, an evolved mech with a future-proof plan, a plan that does not include humankind. So we get the setup of uh, these Astrobots, uh, especially Atlas, he's created like a society now where he's at the top, and it's like, I'm in control now, like, fuck the humans, don't give a shit about them. And there's uh, a rebel faction, that are trying to arm themselves and th- this colony ships coming in with like essentially the last of humanity and there's lots of uh, backstabbing plots it's kind of like the, the robots are kind of like trying to put down this rebellion and there's plans within plans and then in the midst of this you get uh, think of like a mega city where you've got like the cursed earth this yeah. robot turns up out of the cursed earth like kind of fucked up like with like a raggedy cape over him and he's uh, what do they call him again uh he's essentially a thought of robot that was long a a, a make of robot that's long gone and they're kind of like a bit almost legendary infamous and he turns up and they're trying to take him down he's an absolute fucking boss and he starts talking about things called the, the dead zone and we've got to watch out for this and that and that's like a plot thread that they sort of set you up for going forward uh i've really enjoyed it it's great it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like a, a comic maybe aimed at kind of like a, an older teen. You'd kind of, if you read okay. Transformers, you'd fucking love this. It's like Transformers with a different skin. It's great Summer Furman knows what he's doing. The fucking artwork is lovely. There's, if you are considering it, it's like machines in a machine city fighting and getting up to stuff. Everything, everyone's their own unique character and they pop out, uh, I kind of saw like, well, Transformers is essentially like a comic built around a toy line. Yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do with this. So flick forward, <laughs> and there's a uh, there's a figure for Apollo, which is coming soon, which is the the, the big robot uh, I told you that turns up out of the wastelands. Uh it's got LED lights on his eyes, flexible, <laughs> poseable hands, seven seven inches night. I would fuck if I was a kid I'd have fucking loved this thing. It looks amazing. And it's filled, the back, the back is filled with uh, the various covers, uh, the alternate covers. Again, they kind of know what they're doing. They know there's money in the the variant covers. But for me, I don't mind, if you're telling a decent story and you're putting out five covers, if people want to buy five covers or they want to buy one, as long as you're kind of funding, getting the next book made, who who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. Let people buy five covers. And... Yeah, if
0: people want to buy, some people love getting variant covers as well. Mm. I've done it. Man. I've done it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got, and and I've you do got get no some. With it. You do get some beautiful variant covers as well.
3: Mm. You know. But if like buying five variant, some there is like half a dozen people buying five variant covers for ridiculous prices, but yeah. that's helping the getting the next book out. Fine, yeah. that's no problem at all.
0: I see, it's also Over. an interesting thing. Like I, I talked about a book uh, a couple of weeks ago um, where I thought the cover wasn't very strong but i saw it had like another three different covers i wonder if right, any okay. of, I, they, unfortunately the covers oh
1: yeah the one that was the three the heads on
0: it yeah. yeah 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 um i wonder if it was one of those other variant covers that they had put as the thumbnail the digital thumbnail would that have be been more appealing you know it's interesting they got
3: that <laughs> the, the the a cover if you want to call it that it's got to be yeah. fucking good yeah stand yeah. on its own it's, yeah. you can't have the half ass cover being the one that that all the punters are going to see yeah. uh I, I I won't comment on the practice of like retailers having to order so many to get the other cover. Yeah, I find that a doing. bit dodgy. That's yeah. that's. I find that that's just yeah, in the retailer. That's not, right? that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if people want to order order whatever covers, fine. But uh, yeah, yeah. i would stay clear of that.
1: Uh, the, the old comic shop I used to go to, they had the policy: if you had a pull list, you could buy any cover for cover price.
3: That's kind of like great. That. Yeah. yeah, like you you're you're a regular customer. You're putting your kind of the money in the till straight away you get to yeah. pick what cover you get as like a kind of reward for cosplay girl cover yeah or well, the cat cover I know you're a big fan of those too <laughs> the uh <laughs> I, I love a cat that eats pizza the yeah. the,
1: the the ones I always like the uh the red sonia cosplay
0: girl covers they yeah. you know makes yeah sense, sense. Uh, yeah I wonder why uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway what are you insinuating I'm uh, no, not insinuating anything <laughs> lover of photography <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, cool. So I I slide jump in. Um, my one. Yes. My issue one. I'm going to pick this this week. Is not one that came out. It was a little bit um thin on the ground. Uh, the di- digital shelves over the Christmas. Oh, Always is between Christmas. Yeah, and the yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, I picked a couple of books that I continued uh, reading. However, so I just want a quick shout out to Drive Like Hell. Uh, issue two from Dark Horse Comics about uh, a demonic car and a, a getaway driver, and all that that continues to be good. What I like about this um, this sort of new Fifty Two, as I'm calling it, that's a good idea. Why, why hasn't someone thought that before? Vin, um, Vin,
1: Vinny's Fifty Two <laughs>
0: yeah. is is seeing the ones that I'm. I'm not putting too much pressure on it. Seeing the ones I do come back to naturally and just be like, oh. I'd like to read the second issue of that so when Drive Like Hell 2 came out I, I thought I thoroughly enjoyed the first one uh, let's try that one also uh, picked up issue 2 of Operation Sunshine also another Dark Horse book which is like uh, about the vampires a sort of vampire heist which is yet to get to the heist part of it but it's still um, a thoroughly enjoyable book and I just love the artwork on that actually um, so those two thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable um But the issue one I want to talk about is one that uh, I got towards the beginning of December. Um, It wasn't the issue I picked on that particular week's one. And then before you know it, it was Christmas and all the other things came up. And it was one that um, Tony also read as well. We had a brief discussion about it. Our Bones Dust, issue one, uh, from Image Comics. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this.
1: Yeah, the sort of... um... It's the one that reminded me a bit of a heavy metal comic in a yeah, way. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Story and art is by Ben Stenbeck. Uh, Dave Stewart, colorist. Russ Wotton, uh, letters and logo design. Um, this is Image Books. Um, and the synopsis is: A feral child, equal parts predator and prey, navigates a nightmare landscape of brutality and blood, inhabited by scattered cannibal tribes. All ages book naturally. Uh, An interesting place to poke around for a curious artificial intelligence. This is a four issue miniseries, which I didn't know until I looked uh on before this this episode No, to I see. didn't know that. Yeah. Um, they seem
1: to be hiding the fact that things are miniseries.
0: So yeah. It's, yeah.
1: It's just happened with this, us with the Punisher in it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh I also Four Issues. Yeah. <laughs> so four issue miniseries by longtime Mike Nignola collaborator Ben Stenbeck, who a lot of uh, our listeners probably recognise the name. He worked on Baltimore and Frankenstein Underground um nice. titles like that. Story and art, I mean I firstly, about this book, absolutely adore the way this looks. Um there's something about it, it's a classic sort of post apocalyptic, weird alien world kind of landscape, very clean lines, um, the artwork I, I can see influences drafting from lots of other sort of titles I've seen. I don't, I don't want to sort of name names and say, oh, it's like this artist, because I think Stenbeck's work is, has a beautiful, sort of detailed, clean line to it. It's not. The story is, is grim and dark and it is bloodthirsty. There are cannibal tribes and people get torn asunder and there's strangeness going on. But there's a wonderful character design thing going on. Like, it's said in that synopsis an artificial intelligence. I didn't read that. No, I didn't. As always, went into this book not knowing anything. I want to say, what the alien creature thing, the, the alien the... intelligence. I would have called it an alien intelligence. It didn't seem. I just
1: right. thought it was a weird thing, alien thing. I didn't really. Yeah,
0: because the book starts, and you see almost like a Mad Max scenario. You know, uh, pylons and oh, it's like a post Terminator world. You know, you see bits of bodies and stuff, and there's this strange. Um, thin, long, thin creature with no, no sort of physical, like no discernible face, really, no discernible face, but has a character. It's just walking around, looking at this world, and it's, it's pulling these um, geometric uh, like and these shapes out. There's looks like it's in a Tetris game at one point because it's, it's almost pulling blocks out of the earth and sort of remaking them and then putting them down again. It's, you're not quite sure what this creature's doing, but they're fascinated by this world, and they don't think there's... But, and there's another intelligence that's outside of the planet, which is another wonderful design. There's like a weird alien-like creature with several hands. It looks like it's carrying like a bit of a satellite. You've got to read this comic to sort of really appreciate the designs. There's there's a strangeness to it that I really do appreciate compared to what you normally get with these kind of post-apocalyptic kind Yeah kind of thing because as soon as i read it there was a i don't know if you got this tone there was a, a slightly european feel to it because i was reading this uh, this a scenario that i thought i was going to oh i i know we're going to get that cliched sort of thing or we're going to get that and then it opens up with these weird characters these weird designs and i was like what is this which i think is a brilliant way to sort of sidestep someone you think you're going into it thinking you get mad max and then you've got this <laughs> these weird alien creatures talking to one another and then you pick up on the a story. It, it, it's an artist's book. There's, it's not overly written. It's yeah, very that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, very um, like action forward. That is not to say. I mean, there, there's not loads of dialogue in it. In fact, almost very little, but there's an awful lot of storytelling going on through it. Um.
1: There's, there's almost like a sort of practical survival story going on. Yeah, and then yeah. there's this sort of a lot sci-fi of about element water as well, a... isn't it? It's got that classic yeah. element. Yeah, and um, there's this sort of there's this other sci-fi setting, you know, sci-fi sort of thing going on, floating about it. it's separate two it's almost two stories, isn't it? You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 girl, the sort of the, I mean she's called Farrell in that synopsis. You, you you get that from the way she acts, but she hardly she doesn't really say anything throughout the whole thing, and she's just trying to. Get out of the way of these these cannibal tribes. One thing I did like about the dialogue is the way that these tribes talk to each other, because you can tell it's it's almost conversation has devolved, and they're almost talking like primitive sort of people. There's you know, it doesn't say they don't say entire sentences.
2: Not quite. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Like the girl runs away and then someone like down this um sort of canyon and the leader decides not this cannibal leader decides not to go after them and like his sort of second bank says, like, um, you know, you let you let them go. That runt pretty sharp, Kev. It planned this. <laughs> I get run, get water back, then me, big boss. And it's it works. Like I was reading it, thinking, God, these are really you know, they're almost cavemen, but to see them in in clothing and you know some of them look like apocalyptic surfer dudes in in the way some of them are dressed um i really like there's lots of interesting ideas going on on. um and among is the second issue out for this yet no uh i think early january mid january right um yeah i'm I'm gonna i think i'm gonna get all four issues i i yeah
1: that's a good shout i yeah
0: yeah I'm not sure how a story like this is going to end, because it feels like there's an awfully big story here.
1: Yeah, um, it seems to be a lot to fit into four issues. That's something yeah, that
0: something to me. Yeah, because what this issue does, it brilliantly sets up a world and... You know the sort of the perils of it and the brutality of it. Like people are killing their own people. They're cannibals. They've got a big barbecue and they're just just <laughs> you know chowing down. You're chowing down as the cannibal leaders is sat under under a like sort of a rotten parasol with big over the top sunglasses on. You know it's it's got a real character to it. And then the story really takes a like a horror twist towards the end. Don't want to say too much, but on the last page, the last couple of pages. There is something horrific happens that you don't see, but you see the the aftermath of, which is pretty gruesome. And uh, it is oh, there's a monster design that I cannot wait to see more of in the second issue, which seems to be more of like it's survival post apocalyptic horror with some interesting ideas going on. So, Our Bones Dust has got me on board. Um, January the tenth, I can see oh, it back, back cover now. So yeah, really good. I think this will make a nice little book. But I'm gonna I'm gonna buy issue by issue because uh, oh nice. Just like it. I you know obviously I'm looking at the entire pages now. I am reading in guided view, which gives it a nice um, pace to it. I think because it is an artist book, it the guided views sometimes help those kind of books. Yeah, you know because they're moving along. Whereas sometimes if you if you're looking at a book, sometimes you pick one up off the comic book stand and you're just quickly looking through it. If there's no words in it, I think that probably puts some people off, doesn't it? Even if the book itself has got a lot going for it, they might just think, Oh, there's there's no words in this. You know, what's the what's the point of a comic book without any words? But that can ha-
3: blaze blaze through them quite quickly, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. 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 But it all it all depends on the storytelling that goes on within those issues. Um I want to do an episode about silent issues this year actually because I think they're, they're they're a wonderful storytelling device if done right, but this isn't quite silent, but our bones dust is one that you should definitely keep an eye out for the cover although I like it <clears throat> and the design of the um like logo is really cool it it wasn't the punchiest cover on the yeah it's a weird up.
1: one, isn't it? It's almost like the character's too distant for me on yeah, that cover, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, The main character sort of stood on it looks like an uh, like a T from an old sign. It looks old and rusted and stuff. um there's a nice amount of space going around it, but does it really jump out hugely compared to some of the other books that are really fighting for your eyeballs at that time, but um which is why I'm here to tell you, get it and look forward to the next issue, okay, cool. Tony. Uh, final one.
1: Sense. So this is called Ninja Kadan. It's from Black Box Comics. This mm. is great. Yeah, Um dot I read it as part of the Reading Project I'm doing on global comics. It's five issues. I started reading issue one, and then I realised I'd read issue five. It's one of those sort of <laughs> stories. Uh, what, no, you no, mean, didn't are me, you not reading I out of order. I mean by accident. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that sounded bad, didn't it? No, I just kept roaring through it. it. And it's a, it's a good, fun, quick. Bouncy read. Oh, I love that. Uh, when that written, happens? Written by Eric Palicki, artist Lucas Mayer, uh, colors by Michael uh, Bartola and Adriano Augusto, letters by Desi Cienti. Publisher, creator, editor is Demetrius Z- uh, Zarakis. Um, a casual look at the covers for this. Uh, although I like the covers, they're well-made covers, the iconic covers. Might at a glance have you just thinking this is another martial arts character in armor does that make sense yeah 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 it, 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 sometimes we've seen we've seen quite a lot of characters and you know it's got a bit you could be mistaken and think it had an exo man War vibe to it albeit you know a well-drawn cover um, but it's actually more interesting than that there's actually a, there's more of a twist to the story there's more of an idea going on in the story so a little short summary of it um so the blurb on a Global Comic reads, is not even a lifetime of martial arts training and years as an elite soldier could prepare Yuki Snow for the challenges of running his father's multinational corporation named Yokai Consolidated. Yokai speaks speaks a lot there, doesn't it? So as we all know from reading Shigeru Mizuki, a yokai is a supernatural spirit in Japanese folklore. Yeah. So you, so you begin to think this isn't just a dude smashing other dudes up in a in a, in a, a suit of armour, which I'm all for, don't get me wrong. I do like that, but um part of Yuki's responsibilities include him taking on the armour that is bequeathed to him by his father, an armour which allows him to see and then battle ghosts of all different shapes and sizes, which is really interesting. So yeah. only he can see them and they have different levels of ability as to whether they can beat him up and he has to augment, along with his, his assistant, augment the assistant he's also having sex with, augment the the, the, the armour into allowing him to touch them, if that makes sense. Um, there's, there's there's no pretense to this. There's no nonsense going, this is just a fucking great little read. Five issues. Um, you if, if anyone's read anything on Global Comics, you get to the end of the issue and it says, would you like to read the next issue? And I just kept punching that button, punching that button until I got through the end of it. Um, it really reminds me of when... Valiant was good when it was just telling <laughs> good adventure stories which is what we wanted out of Valiant we wanted Eternal Warrior we wanted Bloodshot we wanted Exo we wanted Archer and Armstrong we wanted these people just in good adventure stories and this is what this is um Yuki's a great protagonist you feel the weight of the world on him because he's suddenly been thrust into this role of being the head of this big sort of multinational corporation but there's there's also a Peter Parker likability factor to him. He's struggling, but he's also has the ability to succeed. You know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man's pretty fucking tough when it comes to it. Now. Yeah, you know, yeah, pretty, yeah. You know, but he, he, along with that, he's still Peter Parker. He's still got the doubts um, that would sit with someone of his age, who you know has greatness thrust upon them, and um, you get that with him. There's um, now I, I won't spoil the ending of this, but. He has. He ends up in bed with this girl who's kind of like the tech girl who works in the, uh, who who's sort of working on the armor in the lab and all this sort of thing. And he ends up in bed with her, and he's having a relationship with her. And immediately when I saw that, I thought there's something going on here. So you 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 might or you might or you might not find out about what's going on there with those two by the time you get to it. Um, issue four fucking takes off. It's just one big fight, but it's not just like. One big, oh, look, we're doing a whole issue just to one big fight. It's got reasoning, it's got meaning, it's got part of it is story. And oh look, this ain't this ain't The Invisibles by Grant Morrison, don't get me wrong, but it's fucking just what I wanted out of a comic book this afternoon. You know, what do we call it? Crimbo Limbo. I was bored. <laughs> I, heard, I heard, Never heard that expression before. I heard it on this morning with Alison Hammond, and I'm keeping it going. And, yes, um, works. I think so, and uh. It's, I was bored and I just wanted something fun and this, this just got, got me going. I think it's great. Um there's even a cat angle in it, because of the, the the secret being that cats can see ghosts. And there's one moment where he uses that to to help him win a fight sort of thing. You'd like it, Vince. I know you like cats. Yeah. Uh, he's got he's actually got a bit of a cat army at one point. Nicely done. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah and it the the dude Meyer who's drawing it my funny. Oh yeah, Lucas Meyer impeccable art style he should be drawing exo man of war he should be drawing fucking iron man as far as i'm concerned it's just good fun um go and look up black box comics they've got some really interesting stuff going on i know they replied i, I messaged them today from the the pod account saying is there a volume two coming? i mean because i really enjoyed this and they said don't worry about it it's, it's in the works it's coming soon so that's good news if you go to instagram you can find black box comics you go to youtube you can find black box comics um, I'm going to dig through some of their other titles. I think it might be a little bit of a project to look through their other stuff because it all looks pretty good quality, I have to say. Okay. It's nice when we find these American indie comic companies yeah. and they're putting these comics out and we're just not seeing them, guys. No, no, yeah. Like,
3: no. That's the trouble. There's such a length and breadth of like there's these comics out there. It's this, You come across them and it's like, man, where was, where's this been?
2: It's,
1: yeah.
3: It's great.
1: Yeah, I was glad I found it. There's been a couple of like, Dren Productions, a couple of com- oh, companies that i found on um, Global Comics I've just never seen before. We just don't see everything. And no, Luckily, Global Comics have shown us the way. So that's my second one. It's called Ninja Kaidan. K-A-I-D-A-N. Ninja Kaidan. Go and find it. Um, uh, find it on Global Comics if you want, or you can find it. You can go to blackboyscomics.net and buy it. And I think they're on Comixology as well. You'll probably be able to find it there, but go and have a look for that. There you
0: go. Nice. That's my second one. Nice. There you go. We start off the year with a bang with some great comics for you to check out. Add to your pull lists, or just just check out now on the cheap, or just discover whatever app you have. Um, but we certainly hope that you enjoyed everything that we talked about this week. It's uh, it's nice to be in twenty twenty four. Just yeah, go, man. I know we're recording early, but just go along. The with future, it. Yeah,
3: yeah. it feels weird because we obviously we usually record on a Sunday night. We're recording on a Friday. This is going to kind of throw my whole weekend out of whack. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> always, yeah, always it yeah.
1: always does. Pete uh, Dory said it to me once. He said, what else am I going to do on a Sunday night? Because we had him on the yeah. pod. Do you remember? He said, what else yeah. am I going to do on Sunday night? And I feel the same. I'm going to be lost on Sunday night. Uh,
3: we
0: won't. We'll be, uh... That's
1: New
3: Year's Eve, isn't it, as well?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really so on. we'll be uh, we we'll
1: I'll be
2: off my,
0: off my nut by then. Yeah.
3: What? i got a bit he's, of a it He's a, all a, up a in Chad, Snoopy. Do you know what I mean? A, a Chad <laughs> player story of one New Year's Eve. I was at a house party. Some friend invited me to a house party, and I uh, took this young lady into a bedroom to sort of, you know. And uh, my phone <laughs> rang, and it was another girl that I know. It was like, "How are you doing?"
2: <laughs> I was like, "I'll see you."
3: She might hear this, you know. Keep.
2: <laughs> you never know. You
0: you never know. know. <laughs> like, we, we can't see it, but I know he's looking over his shoulder. Dan saying, Dan saying,
1: this, po- this podcast's got to be good for something. I might get in touch with that old girl from yeah, yeah. the bedroom at the if house you, party. You, if
3: you're out there, hit me up.
0: If, 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 and then I don't we, name. We will just, we'll just hear Dan
1: go. I'm sorry. No, I'm only, I was only, I'm joking. only joking. Yeah, sure I'm I'm only, I'm only joking. <laughs> no, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 meanwhile, fucking Tony's being split open like a peanut by a fucking.
0: Snoopy. Snoopy. Yeah. <laughs> Split open like a peanut. Lordy. Uh, an- another another <laughs> Charlie Brown reference there. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> we always bring it back to comics and we hope you enjoyed yeah. this week's episode and all the comic talk that we did this week. Uh, We've got uh, some fun, interesting topics coming up for the new year. And hopefully some interesting guests. Next I'm, couple of episodes already planned. It's very unlike us. <laughs> and I'm looking this year to get to check off a couple of classic indie names as well. But oh. we're not going to say too much. But we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll hunt them down. Hmm. Like uh, Dave Sim, the, the greatest game yeah. of all. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the hunt
3: begins. <laughs> Todd McFarland.
0: Yeah, yeah. Todd, get back to me, man. <laughs> uh, I'm only joking. We're on WhatsApp every day. I
1: spoke to him once, didn't I? I tell that story. Yeah, I'm yeah. standing there. I'm standing there in the convention. He walks past, and the bloke I'm talking to who runs his store Goes, oh, oh, Todd, Todd, Todd I've have always wanted you. You're one of my top people in comics. And he and Tom McFadden looks at me. I haven't said a word
0: to him. He goes, who's the other one? This dude. <laughs> That's your intro for next week. Already sorted. <laughs> but, Fucking uh, guy. <laughs> he did shake my hand at a laugh that no, one, he was super yeah. nice to be fair yeah. Yeah, Tony yeah, hasn't yeah, watched that right. hand had since used no, I mean, the other one this yeah. no, and, then... <laughs> <laughs>
2: and if there's anything
0: you want us to talk about in upcoming shows over the year if there's any other books that you think we should re- revisit or maybe visit for the first time ever please there's several different ways you, get, you can get in touch with us you can email us pod at gmail.com you can follow us on social media what are we on Instagram, Tony? I don't know. Uh, right, yeah,
2: going you're going
0: you were ready. You were fucking. <laughs> I in, was ready last, ready last week. week. Yeah. I thought you had it in the you script. You got to be man. ready every week, man. Oh, I'm looking it up as we talk. It's at how... Awesome Comics Pod on Instagram. Yes, Follow us it's... on there. I know. <laughs> and we're, at, <laughs> we're at, at the Awesome Pod on uh, X, so Twitter, and wherever. You can check on out our fact. recommends.
3: acprecommends.com. Yeah, yes, you know, nice. yes.
0: Previous issue you talk about. Yes. And thank you for listening We're to us, there. whether it was on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you mm-hmm. listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about the show and everything that we talk about on a weekly basis. And also, if you listen to us on any other networks like Spotify, Amazon Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What the networks are we on, Tony?
1: We're on the pod network that I was told about by Johnny Cannon this week. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. God. That That's soft, a... soft force trauma.
0: God, I feel <laughs> <that was> sick. <laughs> because nice. this show's been so enjoyable. Yay. it's been so sweet. It's been so sickly sweet. I'm not going to take the jokes yeah. any further. But where can people find us online, etc., Tony?
1: And uh, everyone, thing I'm hoping if we get time tomorrow to put up the uh, my top 11 books of 2023. 20 hey, look forward oh, to that. Yeah. There you go.
0: Look out for that. Damn, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter or X at
3: Vanguard Comic, and you can follow me on uh, Instagram. I think it's Dan underscore Vanguard Comic, where I'll be posting up uh, J- January. Ooh. And uh, don't forget, end of middle to later part of Jan, uh, the next issue of Vanguard launches. Hey. Nice. You've been seeing the cover process on yeah. that one. I've Ooh, redone the I, cover.
1: Can I also say, listen out for um, a little episode I'm doing with Al about the Longbow Hunters coming next week? Ah, yeah, cool. About, nice. yeah. yeah, that's
0: nice. And you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Ha- have a brilliant first week of 2024, everyone! Thank you very much yeah, for listening new Year. to the show. Happy New Year, and uh, Happy New Comics! Hope you have a brilliant week of reading comics, making comics, because we're really looking forward to that comic you're making currently. Mm. If you listen to this, get in touch with us because that comic sounds brilliant, doesn't it, guys?
1: Oh, Slapping yeah. slaps.
0: It, it it slaps. It's well riz.
1: We haven't talked about that for years ago, years ago. Do you remember I told you I was at a, a, a level 42 concert? I knew concert. when, I, I tell you and, what, uh, when you
0: said slapping, I knew you were talking about level 42.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we are at this we're at this gig and then it goes really, you know, it just goes quiet just for a second and my mate shouts, slap it really loudly. And uh, <laughs> we, we've we never, see, if I saw him now, I could still say to him, slap it. And he goes, oh, shut up. Shut up. Nice. <laughs> shut
0: up where we are. Lessons in love is an absolute <laughs> banger. Ah, Lessons, good band. yeah. 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 And uh, we hope you have a good week. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics, and don't worry. I think the banter is just going to get worse from here as the year goes on. <laughs> Fuck you Yeah, imagine that. Well, I guess without further ado, what else should the listeners do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. See ya.
3: See ya. See ya.
0: I'll oh, put some effort in it, Dan. Say goodbye properly. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 444 of the Awesome Comics Podcast. All A- the fours.
2: <laughs>
0: you fucking. I'll that again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put that after the fucking...
2: credits, man. You fucking. I'm
0: going to bingo on me.